Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network is brought to you by Budweiser, GCS Credit Union, U.S. Bank, and Pepsi. Now let's send it to the ballpark. Here's Nate Gatter. From GCS Credit Union Ballpark in Soche, Illinois, Gateway Grizzlies baseball is on the air as the Grizzlies finish out the 2019 season. One more time, the greatest night in baseball from GCS Credit Union Ballpark just across the east side of the Mississippi River in Soche. Within uh, easy viewing distance from the upper deck of the stadium from the Gateway Arch across the river in St. Louis. And the Grizzlies and the Washington Wild Things will tangle for game 96 of 96 in the 2019 Frontier League regular season. Nate Gatter with you to kick off the Budweiser pregame show on the Grizzlies Media Network this evening. Thanks so much for joining us ahead of this 6.05 first pitch between the Grizzlies and the Wild Things. Whenever legendary baseball moments happen, Budweiser will be there. This Bud's for you. The Grizzlies coming off a 6-4 win of the nightcap of a doubleheader yesterday after they dropped a 15-1 final against Washington in the first game of the doubleheader and the series. So it's uh, coming down to a rubber match today to decide this final series. And on top of that, because the Grizzlies come in now with a 38-57 record and the Wild Things are 37-58. and Gateway and Washington will be playing for ninth place out of 10 Frontier League teams here this evening. So again... If Washington were to win, the records would be tied, but the Wild Things would have won five out of nine games between the clubs this year, and by virtue of having that head-to-head matchup advantage, they would have the tiebreaker. And as a result, come in ninth out of ten teams. The Grizzlies have been tenth out of ten each of the last two years, and certainly they would like to avoid that fate in 2019. Let's go to our Husky Trailways out-of-town scoreboard, starting with the Frontier Lake standings. Lake Erie leads the way in the East Division at 53-42. and 42. Schaumburg is six and a half games back in second place in the East after a loss earlier today to River City. Windy City is 11 and a half back in third. Joliet trails by 13 and fourth. And Washington is 16 back at the bottom of the East Division. Meanwhile, in the West, Evansville has the league's best 57-38 and 38 record and has clinched both the West Division title and the number one seed in the Frontier Lake postseason. Florence is a half game back in second. River City trails by three and a half in third. Southern Illinois back five games in fourth place. And the Grizzlies are 19 games off the pace at the bottom of the division. So the Frontier Lake playoffs have been entirely decided. The number one seed will be Evansville. Number two seed will be Lake Erie. The three and four seeds will be Florence and River City, the two wild cards. Once again, Evansville, Lake Erie, Florence, and River City in that order, the four Frontier League playoff teams in 2019. So Evansville will have the home field advantage hosting River City and Florence, or uh, Lake Erie hosting Florence in the interdivision matchup of the playoffs. But three teams out of the West go and just one out of the East. So with that in mind, we'll go to our Husky Trailways out-of-town scoreboard again to tell you what's going on around the league today. Whitty City and Florence finished up their seasons yesterday up at Ozinga Field in Crestwood, just outside Chicago, with a 17-1 win for Windy City. And uh, the Thunderbolts can feel good about that going into the offseason for them. Meanwhile, Florence will be heading into the postseason, having to lick some wounds after a 17-1 defeat. At Boomer Stadium in Schaumburg, we already have a final score from earlier today. The Boomers, a 1-0 win over River City. Fourth inning in Joliet, Lake Erie leads 1-0. Second inning at Southern Illinois, Evansville and the Miners are tied up 4-4. And the Grizzlies and the Wild Things, the final game to be played in the Frontier League in 2019, not only for uh, these two clubs, but for the entire league 
in the regular season in 2019. The Grizzlies and the Wild Things finishing things out. On the road, the Grizzlies trust Husky Trailways. You can too at huskybuzz.com. So the Grizzlies and the Wild Things playing one more game, and although perhaps as far as the playoffs are concerned, the Grizzlies have been playing meaningless baseball for some time, and so too have the Wild Things, there's really nothing like as, as there's no such thing, is there, as meaningless baseball, if you get right down to it. Because you know what? There's going to be a big crowd at this ballpark this evening. There are going to be some guys finishing out their pro careers, likely. Certainly some guys finishing out their Grizzlies and Wild Things careers. And uh, a lot of guys who want to perform well tonight, not least of which right-header Chris Carton, who has had a strong season, 25-year-old, 6'4", 225-pound right-header from Fayetteville, Georgia, whom the Grizzlies certainly hope will be back next season, but he wants to rid himself of the bad taste of a, a handful of tough outings coming down the stretch. He has failed to get out of the fifth inning in each of his last three outings. He's warming up at the Grizzlies' bullpen on the right field line in foul territory with catcher Zach Taylor. Carton comes into this start with a 7-5 record, a 4.24 earned run average. It's his 19th appearance of the year. All of them have been starts, although really it's only his 18th start of the season. He was credited for one in Joliet when the Grizzlies game was suspended in the middle of the first inning, and he did not ever actually throw a pitch, but was still credited with a start as the pitcher on the Grizzlies' official starting lineup. In any event, over 99 and two-thirds innings, 87 strikeouts and 48 walks for Carden. The league is hitting 250 against the Grizzlies right-hander, who allowed four runs, three earned over four innings at Evansville his last start. That came last uh, or on Tuesday against the Otters, and he had to throw 105 pitches to get through four innings, so he'll hope to be a little bit more efficient. He has not even started the fifth inning in either of his last two outings. He went four and two-thirds the start before that, whereas over his opening 15 starts of the year, he had gone at least one out into the sixth inning in every single outing. Carden will be taking on the 6'3", 220-pound right-header Nick Gallagher, just turned 22 years old at the end of July from New Fairfield, Connecticut. He's the starter for Washington. 2-3 and three record, a 4.98 earned run average. Doesn't jump out at you over his seven starts. 34 to third innings, 25 strikeouts against 12 walks. And the league is hitting 246 against him. But he has been on a good run of form of late. Back-to-back -back quality starts, three earned runs over his last two starts, and four over his last three starts, a span that has covered 17 and two-thirds innings, just four earned runs. So he has looked good over his last three outings at home against Joliet, Windy City, and Southern Illinois, respectively. And he will now get his opportunity to face the Grizzlies for the first time in the final regular season game across the Frontier League in 2019. Carden for Gateway against Gallagher for Washington. We'll have the U.S. Bank starting lineups in their entirety coming up after the break. Stay with us. You're listening to the Budweiser pregame show on the Grizzlies Media Network. A Budweiser, a burger, and Thomas Rhett. When you wake up in a different city every day, there's a comfort in being able to count on something familiar. And for me, that's a Budweiser and a burger. Los Angeles, Chicago, El Paso, big or small, loud or quiet, a butt and a burger remind me who I am and to keep doing my thing. They take me back home. The best way to get my friends and family over to my house is to tell them that I'm about to grill some burgers and drink some bud. Nothing fancy, nothing forced, no lights, no noise, no backstage pass required. That's a Budweiser and a burger. Cheers. This Bud's for you. Enjoy responsibly. Budweiser Beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. 
The Grizzlies Baseball Academy at GCS Ballpark is where tomorrow's stars train today. We specialize in professional baseball instruction and offer group, semi-private, and private lessons taught by experienced instructors and the most realistic hitting experience you'll find, the ProBatter PX2. The ProBatter PX2 features a multi-pitch machine with synchronized video display to simulate live Major League quality pitching. To schedule your lesson, call 618-781-8170 or visit grizzliesbaseballacademy.com. That's 618-781-8170 or grizzliesbaseballacademy.com. You're listening to the Budweiser Pregame Show on the Grizzlies Media Network. Back at GCS Credit Union Ballpark in Sojane, where we're closing in on our 6.05 Central Time scheduled first pitch of the final game of the year for the Grizzlies and the Washington Wild Things, number 96 out of 96 in the Frontier League in 2019. Hey, back with you to continue the Budweiser Pregame Show on the Grizzlies Media Network. To the friends you can always count on, Bud Light, famous among friends. The Grizzlies, of course, uh, could not do what they do without the help of host families and our big crowd out of the ballpark this evening watching a video presentation of the Grizzlies players thanking their host parents from this uh, season. They were honored before the game yesterday as well. We could not do what we do without the assistance uh, financially and otherwise of host families who bring sometimes as many as three or four players into their homes for the summer. And uh, they get plenty of perks, season tickets and, and things of that nature. But, of course, it's a tremendous uh, commitment of time and resources and it just would not be possible for the Frontier Lake to exist or for the Grizzlies to exist as they do without the help of host families and they deserve the credit being given to them today. Our Frontier Lake umpires have arrived on the scene. Mike Weinstein will be calling the balls and strikes behind the plate. Joe Harris will be on the bases and a lineup card exchange about to take place with uh, Grizzlies. Phil Warren and Washington Wild Things All-Star outfielder Hector Roa will be the DH this evening, and he is given the honor of handing out Greg Langman's lineup card. His Wild Things skipper in his fourth season designates Roa to give out the lineup card here this evening. Time now for those U.S. Bank starting lineups. First for the visiting Wild Things, who came in with a record of 37-58. and 58. They lost yesterday in the nightcap of the doubleheader to send us into a deciding finale of this series and season here this evening. Brian Cox leads off of them at shortstop. He'll be followed by J.R. Davis in center field and Shane Hughes, the third baseman, who will also bat third. Hector Roa is the cleanup man. As mentioned, he is the DH this evening, followed by J.J. Fernandez, the switch hitting first baseman, then Terrence Pinkston, who will bat sixth in right field. Blake Adams is the number seven batter in left field. Drew Benny will do the catching at bat eighth. Brett Marr, the second baseman, hits ninth. For Washington with right-hander Nick Gallagher, 6'3", 220-pound right-hander from New Fairfield, Connecticut, on the mound. Meanwhile, for the Grizzlies, a 38-57 record after last night's victory. Connor Owings leads off at first base. He'll be followed by Brent Sakurai, who bats second at shortstop. The number three hitter is the Grizzlies' rookie of the year, as announced before the game tonight. Right fielder Dustin Woodcock out of SIUE. Andrew Daniel is the cleanup man. He is... At second base, he'll be followed by Sean Dunstan Jr. in center field, the speedster with 36 steals now this year, a Grizzlies single-season record. He's followed by Wesley Jones, batting sixth at third base. Gunnar Buter is the DH at seventh. Number eight batter is Greg White in left field, and Zach Taylor rounds things out for the Grizzlies, batting ninth and doing the catching for six-foot-four, 225-pound right-hander Chris Carden from Fayetteville, Georgia, on the mound for the Grizzlies. Once again for Washington, a 243 team batting average, eighth in the league, 75 home runs to rank third. It's Cox at shortstop, Davis in center field, Hughes at third, Roa the DH, Fernandez at first, Pinkston in right, 
Adams in left, Benny the catcher, and Marr at second, Gallagher the right-hander from Connecticut on the mound for the Wild Things. For Gateway, a 245 team batting average, seventh in the league, 73 home runs after four blasts last night. Gave the Grizzlies 35 home runs in the month of August. 38 for May, June, and July combined, 35 homers in August, and now we'll see what they can do on September 1st. Those 73 Grizzlies home runs rank fourth in the Frontier League. Owings, the Grizzlies MVP this year. The first baseman leading off, Sakurai at short, Dustin Woodcock in right. Daniel at second, Dunstan in center, Jones at third, Buter the DH, White in left, Taylor the catcher, and Carden, the Georgia right-hander, on the mound. Once again, this game is to decide this season-ending series and to decide which of these two teams will get to stay out of last place in the overall Frontier League standings. The Grizzlies, although they have struggled the last couple of years, have finished each of the last two seasons on two-game winning streaks. In 2017 and 2018, the Grizzlies lost the Friday of Labor Day weekend only to win Saturday and Sunday. This year, they didn't play the Friday of Labor Day weekend because of a rainout, but did lose the first game of the doubleheader yesterday and won the second, so a chance to finish with back-to-back -back wins for the third year in a row. Washington is under the direction of manager Greg Langman in his fourth season with the Wild Things, just signed a contract that will take him through the end of the 2021 season. He's in his ninth year managing the Frontier League, previously spent time with Traverse City before he was added to Terry Francona's staff for a couple of years with the Cleveland Indians where he was the replay coordinator after replay was introduced to Major League Baseball a few years back. The Grizzlies are under the direction of 13th year manager Phil Warren, one of only two Frontier League skippers all time to win 600 games in this league. He reached that plateau just a couple of weeks ago. Once again, tonight's starting lineups brought to you by U.S. Bank, the power of possible. We'll step aside for the National Anthem, and we will return after this with first pitch in game 96 of 96. Why not do it one more time in 2018? You've been tuned into the Budweiser pregame show, and since you've listened this long, you might as well stick around with first pitch just around the corner. Carden will work to Cox, Davis, and Hughes in the top of the first inning for Washington. When we get back, stay with us. You're listening to the Grizzlies Media Network. Budweiser presents an important message about friendship. You and me, we were made for love. A lifetime is not long enough to show you what you mean to me. Ooh, I'll be waiting here for you when you come home. I'll see you later, buddy. Budweiser knows your friends are counting on you. So, we want you to remember to make a plan to make it home every time you go out. Do whatever it takes to get home safely. Call a friend, arrange for a cab, or designate a driver. Because friends are waiting. Hey, I'm sorry. I decided I shouldn't drive home last night. I stayed at Dave's. I'm back. I'm back. Yeah, I'm back. <laughs> this message is brought to you by your friends at Budweiser. Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. The renovators know where to put a wall, a window, a room. Most importantly, the renovators know what they want, and that's the most admirable skill of all. A home equity line of credit from U.S. Bank could help make your house the home you've always wanted. Visit a U.S. Bank branch, usbank.com slash dreambig, or call 800-209-BANK. U.S. Bank, the power of possible. Some restrictions may apply. Subject to credit approval, mortgage and home equity products offered by U.S. Bank National Association, Equal Housing Lender, member FDIC. Hi, this is Hall of Famer Carlton Fisk. Make your plans today to visit Cooperstown and the Baseball Hall of Fame and Museum. There it goes, a long drive. If it stays fair, home run. 
Reconnect with your memories of the game and make new memories with your family. Check out BaseballHall.org today for more information. Carlton Fisk had a lot of little boy in him right there, Joe. The National Baseball Hall of Fame and Museum. Preserving history, honoring excellence, and connecting generations. A Budweiser, a burger, and Thomas Rhett. When you wake up in a different city every day, there's a comfort in being able to count on something familiar. And for me, that's a Budweiser and a burger. Los Angeles, Chicago, El Paso, big or small, loud or quiet, a Bud and a burger remind me who I am and to keep doing my thing. They take me back home. The best way to get my friends and family over to my house is to tell them that I'm about to grill some burgers and drink some Bud. Nothing fancy, nothing forced, no lights, no noise, no backstage pass required. That's a Budweiser and a burger. Cheers. This Bud's for you. Enjoy responsibly. Budweiser Beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. You're listening to the Budweiser Pregame Show on the Grizzlies Media Network. Back at GCN's Credit Union Ballpark in Sojay, where the Grizzlies and the Washington Wild Things are now moments away from first pitch just on the east side of the Mississippi River, where it is a gorgeous Sunday evening before Labor Day to finish out the 2019 year, game 96 of 96. For the Grizzlies and the Wild Things, neither of whom will be playoff bound, but both of whom will enjoy one more evening at the ballpark this summer. Nick Gatter back with you to finish out the Budweiser pregame show on the Grizzlies Media Network. Whenever legendary baseball moments happen, Budweiser will be there. This Bud's for you. The Wild Things once again have Ryan Cox, J.R. Davis, and Shane Hughes in the top of the first. They'll be followed by Hector Roa, J.J. Fernandez, and Terrence Pinkston. Blake Adams, Drew Benny, and Brett Marr round out the Washington order for fourth-year manager Greg Langman. The Grizzlies on defense bring in a 971 fielding percentage, which is second worst in the Frontier League. Greg White is in left field. Sean Dunstan Jr. in center. Dustin Woodcock in right. Third to first on the infield, it's Wesley Jones, Brent Sakurai, Andrew Daniel, and Connor Owings. Zach Taylor is the gateway catcher for right-hander Chris Carden. Once again, tonight's starting lineups brought to you by U.S. Bank. The power of possible. Carden, a 6'4", 225-pound right-hander from Fayetteville, Georgia, just turned 25 years old, a little bit under a month ago. He is 7-5 with a 4.24 earned run average. It is technically his 19th appearance, all of them starts, really his 18th. Over 99 and two-thirds innings, he struck out 87, walked 48. The league is hitting 250 against him. But he's coming off three short outings in a row, all of which have been defeats both for the Grizzlies and Cardin. Lefty batter Cox has a 222 average, no homers, 20 batted in. He's into his upright stance straight away. Harden winds and deals. And it's taken up and in for ball one. We're underway at 6.09. It is 81 degrees and perfectly sunny in Sojay. Harden's 1-0 pitch. Cox swings at a changeup, lifts a fly ball right center field. Dunstan back it to his left, and in the end makes the catch just in front of the track. Back into the area in shadow still with the sun setting. That high advertising wall before the, uh, behind the Four-foot fence in right and right center field. Cast the shadow out to the last 30 or 40 feet in right center before the fence. So one up and one down. A couple of pitches and only one of them is strike for Cardin to get his first out. Right header against right header. He deals to J.R. Davis, who takes a strike over the outside. 
Davis has a 281 average. He's homered once and driven in 19 over 35 Wild Things games. Now the offering. He takes a slider for strike two of the outer edge. Mike Weinstein calls our balls and strikes. Joe Harris, the 2019 Frontier League umpire of the year, is on the bases. Two strike delivery now. Davis takes high ball one. One out, nobody on, just underway at the top of the first on a gorgeous Sunday evening in Soje. Harden lets fly. Davis takes a slider that bounces in the opposite batter's box. Two balls and two strikes. That first pitch weather report, 81 degrees and sunny, brought to you by Serve Pro. If unpredictable weather causes damage to your home, turn to the experts at Serve Pro. Faster to any size disaster. Harden gets his side, kicks and delivers. Davis swings and lifts a fly ball to center again. Dunstan goes back into his right a little bit farther this time, but slows in front of the track and makes the backhand catch for the second out. Shane Hughes now will hit. The Wild Things are wearing alternate red jerseys for the first time of this series. Black helmets and a black thick stripe across either sleeve. Washington is the lettering across the chest. White numbers front and back. Black belts and gray pants. Grizzlies are wearing special promotional jerseys. White with blue up around the shoulders. Very light blue like the sky. Pitch to Hughes. is a fastball top foul up first for strike one. Navy caps and belts for the Grizzlies. White pants. The Grizzly Green. Now the chest says Gateway Grizzlies baseball. And there are seams angled across the front of the jerseys as though a baseball. Pitches inside. One and one on Hughes. 251 average. Five homers and 31 knocked in. Carden likes to work quickly. His one and one delivery. And that backs up, up and away. Two balls at a strike. Nothing, nothing. Two outs, nobody on. Top of the first. Carden looking for a one, two, three first inning. That is two and one offering now. Hughes swings and misses over a changeup, and it's two balls, two strikes. Grizzlies have struggled with first inning runs this year. Tapujan gave them a one, two, three first inning in the second game yesterday. Two and two pitch. Taken down and away. Three balls, two strikes. And perhaps as a result of that, in part, the Grizzlies went on to a 6-4 win. Also in no small part because of the four home runs. Three balls, two strikes on Hughes. Harden has his sign and lets it fly. Hughes swings at a fastball, ropes it down the right side, but he hooked it foul and out of play. Just over the Grizzlies' bullpen, a couple of rows into the dark green seats. Pitch. Hughes takes high ball four. If first inning runs have hurt the Grizzlies, walks have hurt them doubly or triply so, especially of late. Did manage to keep those to a minimum last night in their only win of the week as well, just one walk. Here's the righty batter, Hector Roa. Wild Things dangerous cleanup man, the DH this evening. One of three Frontier League All-Star or uh, outfielders named postseason All-Stars. The pitch. Slider taken high for a ball. Roa has a 288 average. 17 home runs, 69 RBIs. The 17 homers, one off the league lead, held by Lake Erie's Jake Veith. 69 home runs tied for Roa's career high in a single season. Carden delivers. Roa takes a fastball for a high strike. And it's one and one. Hughes at first base. Connor Owings holds him on. Two outs, no score in the top of the first. 
Roa has hit the Grizzlies in his career magnificently, but not so much in this series. Carden sets at the shoulders and deals. Roa takes a fastball that pinks the outer edge for a strike. He didn't like it. It's one and two. Roa is two of seven, a couple of singles, a walk. An RBI got a run scored across the first two games of the series, both of which were played as part of a doubleheader yesterday. One ball and two strikes. Carden sets first base out of the slab underneath his chin. And deals. Roa swings and misses. He went after a chin-high fastball and strikes out. One strikeout for Carton. No runs, no hits. A man left for the Wild Things. That Grizzly strikeout as they all are. Brought to you by Julie, the Illinois one-call system. Home half of the first is next. Washington nothing and Gateway coming up on the Grizzlies Media Network. Budweiser presents an important message about friendship. You and me, we were made for love. A lifetime is not long enough to show you what you mean to me. See you later, buddy. Budweiser knows your friends are counting on you. So, we want you to remember to make a plan to make it home every time you go out. Do whatever it takes to get home safely. Call a friend, arrange for a cab, or designate a driver. Because friends are waiting. Hey, I'm sorry. I decided I shouldn't drive home last night. I stayed at Dave's. I'm back. I'm back. Yeah, I'm back. <laughs> this message is brought to you by your friends at Budweiser. Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. Innovation is growing in the cornfields of America. Family corn farmers have planted more than 1.2 million miles of conservation buffer strips to protect the soil, improve water quality in lakes and streams, and create acres and acres of wildlife habitat. So corn farmers aren't planting just corn. They're planting the seeds for future generations to enjoy what Mother Nature has created for all of us. Discover more at cornfarmerscoalition.org. A message from the Illinois Corn Checkoff. This is Jeff Manzo, and you're listening to Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Washington had a two-out walk off of Chris Carton in the top of the first inning, but as we head to the home half, it's the Wild Things nothing, and the Grizzlies getting their first wraps with Connor Owings, Brent Sakurai, and Dustin Woodcock due up. Andrew Daniels, Sean Dustin Jr., and Wesley Jones will follow them. Then Gunnar Buehner, Greg White, and Zach Taylor round out the Grizzlies' season-closing lineup this evening. Washington's defense has a 979 fielding percentage best in the league. Blake Adams is in left field, J.R. Davis in center, Terrence Pinkston in right. Third to first in the infield, Shane Hughes, Ryan Cox, Brett Moore, and J.J. Fernandez. Drew Betty catches. The right-hander Nick Gallagher delivers. Owing swings and fouls it off, left side out of play. Gallagher, a 6'3", 220-pound right-hander, just 22 years old from New Fairfield, Connecticut. 2-3 and three with a 4.98 earned run average. This is his eighth appearance for the Wild Things, and as a pro, all starts. One strike delivery. Connor swings and misses at a changeup, nothing in two. Over 34 and one-third innings, Gallagher has struck out 25, walked a dozen. The league is hitting 246 against him. First base out of the rubber, out of the windup against the lefty batter Owings. Two-strike offering. Connor swings and misses and strikes out on three pitches. Grizzlies team MVP who has missed only one game this year. But he does strike out a lot, 112 of them for the season. And it's Brent Sakurai who now will bat for the Grizzlies. 
Jack has a 264 average, five home runs and 26 batted in. He's going to set career highs across the board offensively this year. Gateway's Hawaiian shortstop settles into the right-hand batter's box. White sleeve on his right arm, white batting gloves, and the Navy socks pulled up to the hollow of his knees. Gallagher fires, had it taken over the inside, but just off of it for ball one. Sakurai grabbed the bat from Owings because every player in this game is using the same bat. Grizzlies have done this in the past. 1-0 pitch. Sakurai swings and pops it up down the right field line. Foul ground toward the Grizzlies' bullpen. Roa is over, but out of room, and it's out of play. But uh, Sakurai is now the sixth different hitter in this game. Four for the Wild Things and two so far for the Grizzlies. In the first inning to use this bat, the Grizzlies did it last year, finishing out the year against the Southern Illinois Miners. Everybody used the same bat. Of course, if it breaks, it has to be replaced. One and one pitch is taken high ball two. But they'll just toss it to the opposite dugout in between innings. Each man hands it to the next, so it's a, a good evening to be a bat boy. Nobody on, one out, no score in the home first. Two balls and a strike on Sack. Gallagher throws. Zachariah grounds it towards short off a couple of bounding hops. It's taken shoulder high by Cox, who throws on the run to first and beats Zachariah by a step and a half. So two men down, and here comes the Grizzlies 2019 Rookie of the Year. Rookie outfielder out of SIUE and Jacksonville, Illinois, Mr. Dustin Woodcock. So talked about it during the Budweiser pregame show that Gallagher's overall numbers, earned on average right about five, are not very impressive for the first now 35 innings of his professional career, counting the first two outs tonight. But he has been in good form of late. The pitch. Woodcock takes any high strike. Gallagher has turned it back-to-back quality starts. And over his last three outings, here he comes. Woodcock slaps it foul, left side out of play, now they get two. Over his last three outings, Gallagher has allowed only four earned runs over 17 and two-thirds innings. Gallagher's two-strike delivery on the way. Woodcock takes a fastball high and outside. For perspective, that's just a 2.04 earned run average for Gallagher his last three outings. Scoreless in the first, two outs nobody on for the Grizzlies. One-two pitch to Woodcock, and it's a change-up swung out and missed. A couple of strikeouts for Gallagher and a one-two-three first inning, and we head to the second with only one base runner, no hits thus far for the two teams combined. Nothing, nothing on the Grizzlies media network. Consider the cup holder. There's probably one feeling empty next to you right now. No refreshing Pepsi and no hope. Look at it. Really, really look. Are you looking? Just look at it, won't you? All across the country, cup holders just like yours are being abused, deprived of Pepsi, forgotten. Instead of a refreshing Pepsi, some of them are being filled with loose change or crumbled up drive through receipts or is that a wad of used chewing gum? <sighs> Clean your car. But what if you could help? Both of you or all of you, there's really no way for me to know how many of you are in your car. I hope there's not 10 of you. That would be really unsafe. Get a Pepsi and refresh a cup holder's life. Our cup holders and our thirsts are counting on it. In fact, I'm having a refreshing Pepsi right now. Ah, that is refreshing. <clears throat> Pepsi, refresh yourself. Refill your cup holder. 
One small change can do a lot of good. That's why U.S. Bank proudly invests in communities like yours. It's also why we're celebrating good deeds being done nationwide. Because the more good we see, the more we're inspired to do the same thing. So help us spread the goodness. Use the hashtag #CommunityPossible to share a story of one good thing you've done recently. Together, we'll turn one small change from all of us into one big impact in our community. U.S. Bank: The power of possible. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Now back to the ballpark on the Grizzlies Media Network. No score after an inning from GCN's Credit Union Ballpark in Sojane. Nate Ganner back with you on the Grizzlies Media Network as we celebrate the conclusion of the 2019 Gateway season. Grizzlies right-hander Chris Carden back to work. He did allow a base runner on a two-out walk, but struck out Hector Rowe to finish the first inning scoreless. He deals to J.J. Fernandez, who takes low for a ball. Fernandez, the switch hitting Wild Things first baseman with a 256 average, six home runs and 36 RBIs. Bats left-handed against the Ronnie Carden. Auto pitch. Fernandez swings at a slider and misses. One ball and one strike. He'll be followed by Terrence Pinkston and Blake Adams, the five, six, and seven hitters for the Wild Things in the visitors' second. One and one offering now. Fernandez waves over a changeup that dropped below his knees. Good depth to it from Carden, and the count is a ball and two strikes. Would think our offense will be partially limited today, despite the history between these two clubs, because of everybody using the same bat. What a two-pitch. Swing and a miss by Fernandez on a changeup. That's back-to-back strikeouts for Carden. Final out of the first and the opening out of the second. What a way for Terrence Pinkston, the Wild Things right fielder. All Grizzly strikeouts are brought to you by Julie, the Illinois one-call system. Know what's below. Before you dig, always call Julie at 811 or visit IllinoisOneCall.com. So here is Pinkston, 258 batter, no homers, a couple of RBIs. Carden lets fly. Pinkston swings at a fastball and fouls it back over the screen. No balls and one strike. One out of the base is clear. Nothing, nothing at the top of the second. Pinkston does have four doubles. Pitch to him. Taken well outside. A ball and a strike. He does have four doubles over his first nine Wild Things games. And three of them came in the first game yesterday. He takes a slider just high. Two balls and one strike. He became uh, only the second wild thing to double three times in a game this year in a 15-1 Washington romp. Two and one offering. Pinkston checks his swing, takes a called strike. Slider over the outer edge. And it's two balls, two strikes. K-Way bounced back for a 6-4 win in the nightcap yesterday to set up a rubber match this evening. Two and two delivery. Slider off the plate away. And it's full three balls and two strikes. Carden from the first base out of the rubber. Kicks and his payoff. Pinkston swings and rolls one slowly off the end of his bat toward the middle. The shortstop sack shuffles to his left. Gloves it in submarines to first to get Pinkston for the second out. Ever-reliable Brent Sakurai. And Carden has now retired three in a row, including two, to start the top of the second inning. And Blake Adams will be next for the Wild Things. 248 average, seven home runs, and 18 RBIs. Right-hander to right-hander, here it comes. Adam swings at a fastball and fouls it back. 
This is his first appearance of the series, but he's had a good season for the Wild Things offensively. He is strikeout prone, 80 of them in 67 games. The pitch. Slider ripped on a line through the left side of base hit. Two out single for Adams. That's the first hit for either club, and Washington has a two-out base runner for the second successive inning to open this game. Here now is the Wild Things catcher, Drew Benny, who gets a second straight start behind the plate and hitting eighth for Washington. Benny has a 196 average, no homers, and 10 batted in over 36 Wild Things games. Carden delivers. And he takes high ball one. Nothing, nothing in the visitor's second. Adams at first after a single. Owings holds him on. Infield plays Benny slightly to pull the outfield straight away. Cardin's 1-0 pitch. is a fastball lifted foul right side out of play. Number nine batter, Brett Marr, who's had a, a good series. Really a good double header yesterday, but those are the only two games of the series so far. And he would be next if Benny could extend this inning. The only man then standing between the Wild Things and the top of their order coming up for a second time. Carden stretches and pitches. Benny nubs one foul. Just got a little slight touch. Got a slider down and away. It's one ball to two strikes. And Carden is one strike away from getting out of the inning. Chris has thrown 33 pitches so far, 20 of them strikes. He sets to the shoulders, one-two pitch. Benny swings and grounds it to second. Right at Daniel, goes down to scoop it, two hands cleanly, and flips sidearm to first to retire Benny and the side. No runs, one hit, one left. Neither team has had a man into scoring position yet. We head to the last of the second. Nothing, nothing on the Grizzlies Media Network. A Budweiser, a burger, and Thomas Rhett. When you wake up in a different city every day, there's a comfort in being able to count on something familiar. And for me, that's a Budweiser and a burger. Los Angeles, Chicago, El Paso, big or small, loud or quiet, a Bud and a burger remind me who I am and to keep doing my thing. They take me back home. The best way to get my friends and family over to my house is to tell them that I'm about to grill some burgers and drink some Bud. Nothing fancy, nothing forced, no lights, no noise, no backstage pass required. That's a Budweiser and a burger. Cheers. This Bud's for you. Enjoy responsible. Budweiser beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. GCS Credit Union offers Casasa Cash Back, a free checking account that gives you cash back on all of your debit card purchases, not just on gas or groceries or restaurants. There are no points and no category restrictions, just pure cash back. You also get ATM fee refunds nationwide, and there is no minimum balance required to earn rewards. None of that, you must have $5,000 in the account to qualify business. Qualifications and rules apply. See financial institution for details. Member NCUA insured. This is Jason Siever, and you're listening to Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network. At GCS Credit Union Ballpark in Sojay, where we're headed to the bottom of the second inning with the Grizzlies and the Wild Things scoreless. And we have uh, 
a pretty substantial delay on the field because Frontier League Commissioner Bill Lee is handing out some uh, Frontier League postseason awards to relevant personnel involved in this game, which include Washington Wild Things outfielder Hector Roa, Grizzlies closer Jeff Bramblett, and uh, then Frontier League umpire of the year Joe Harris, who's on the bases today, and Grizzlies official photographer Paul Belarjan, who was the Frontier League's 2019 Photographer of the Year. Roa has been honored. Bramblett now being called out by the commissioner to get his photo taken by the aforementioned Mr. Belarjan on the first baseline. Nick Gallagher has been a good sport, warming up for the Wild Things. He's going to have to wait a little bit to start this bottom of the second inning for the Grizzlies and the Wild Things scoreless. Gives us a chance to remind you that GCS Credit Union will make your kids into rock star savers. Just $5 opens a savings account, and all GCS youth clubs are free. Visit mygcscu.com. That's mygcscu.com for details. They can also help you if you're looking for a great rate on your next auto loan or wanted to refinance your current loan. Check out GCS Credit Union. Again, that's mygcscu.com. mygcscu.com for more details. And, of course, you can stream Grizzlies baseball the whole season at gatewaygrizzlies.com, yoradio.com slash grizzlies, or on your mobile device with the Yo Radio app available through the App Store or Google Play. The Grizzlies and Yo Radio happy partners as well as Five Night in the Fan, and uh, hopefully you'll be able to stream and listen to Grizzlies games even more next year on those two platforms. We appreciate your uh, listenership all season long and hope it continues for the remainder of tonight into next season. Also now, J.J. Fernandez is being honored for the Wild Things, the Frontier Lake Can-Am League All-Star Game MVP this year. We'll step aside again, and hopefully we'll have the bottom of the second when we get back after this, but no promises. Grizzlies nothing, Wild Things nothing. We are between the top and bottom halves of the second inning. Back after this on the Grizzlies Media Network. One small change can do a lot of good. That's why U.S. Bank proudly invests in communities like yours. It's also why we're celebrating good deeds being done nationwide. Because the more good we see, the more we're inspired to do the same thing. So help us spread the goodness. Use the hashtag #CommunityPossible to share a story of one good thing you've done recently. Together, we'll turn one small change from all of us into one big impact in our community. You're listening to Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network. We're back underway in the bottom of the second inning. Andrew Daniel takes a fastball high from Nick Gallagher. Scoreless after one and a half. Gallagher's 1-0 pitch is fouled back by Daniel. It's a ball and a strike. Now the Grizzlies righty batting second baseman in the cleanup spot this evening to finish out 2019. Daniel will be followed by Sean Dunstan Jr. and Wesley Jones, the four, five, and six hitters in the Grizzlies order. Gallagher's winds at his one and one delivery. Daniel takes high, ball two. Andrew has a 238 batting average, nine home runs, and 38 RBIs. Gallagher from the windup, first base out of the rubber, brings it home. Daniel swings it, a fastball, drives it left field. Back goes Adams, still going to the track, reaches out for the wall, leaps, but it hits the fence and drops. Daniel rounds first and eases into second with his 21st double of the year, and that ties him with Connor Owings for the team lead. First Grizzlies hit of the evening is a leadoff two-bagger from Daniel to start the bottom of the second. And Andrew Daniel is now doing push-ups at second base and getting applause from both the Washington and Gateway dugouts on the third and first base sides, respectively. These two teams are having a lot of fun in the final game of the year this evening. And they're saying that uh, Daniel needed to hit the weight room and push that one over the fence and out of here. 
Sean Dunstan Jr. now bats. Lefty hitter against the right-hander Gallagher. Pitch to Sean. He shows bunt, pulls back, takes down and in for a ball. So Daniels double, the first Grizzlies hit of the ball game. Brought to you by Montclair Animal Hospital. Is your furry friend not feeling well or in need of an annual checkup? Whatever the need, you can bring your pets to Montclair Animal Hospital in Milstein. Pitch to Dunstan taken low, 2-0. Montclair Animal Hospital, where their mission is to give each pet their full attention. Gateway nothing, Washington nothing as we play in the last of the second. But Daniel at second base, nobody out. Gallagher deals. Dunstan takes a changeup, low it inside, and it's three balls and no strikes on Sean. 251 average this year for Dunstan, nine homers, including one yesterday. He's driven in 38. Gallagher stretches and deals. Dunstan takes a belt high strike. Wesley Jones is on deck. Gallagher sets first base out of the rubber. Looks to second. Another peak and a pitch. Dunstan takes a strike of the outside, and it's full three and two. Gallagher, the 22-year-old rookie out of Binghamton University in New York. Chest high set, payoff pitch. Dunstan swings and fouls a high one back. Probably high enough to be ball four, but borderline. Wind is blowing a little bit in from right field, mostly across the field from right to left. Outfield plays Sean rather deep and slightly to pull. Another three and two delivery from Gallagher. Dunstan swings and misses. A high fastball got him. Three strikeouts for Gallagher, all swinging. One away in the bottom of the second inning. And the duty of potentially bringing in Andrew Daniel now falls to Wesley Jones. Jones has a 344 average over his 18 Grizzlies games. No homers and six batted in. Right-hander against right-hander. Gallagher ready, and he throws. Jones checks his swing and takes high, ball one. Now, although he has that very impressive 344 batting average, Jones only has one extra base hit, a double, in his first 18 games with the club. Straightaway stance off the plate, back of the box right side. 1-0 pitch. Bounces in, smothered by Drew Betty, the catcher, but it's 2-0. Grizzlies nothing, wild things nothing, last of the second. Daniel at second base, one out. Two balls, no strikes on the righty batter, Jones. Holds his hands high up above his head. Pitches a fastball taken down the middle for a strike just above the knees, and it's 2-1. Gunnar Buter on deck, Greg White in the hole, Zach Taylor then the only remaining Grizzly at the bottom of the batting order. Gallagher throws, Jones swings and misses a butter high fastball. He waved underneath it and it's two balls and two strikes. Shortstop Cox plays deep in the hole, everybody else otherwise straight away. Two and two delivery. Jones takes up and away, and it's a full count to the second Grizzly in a row with three balls and two strikes. Jones went three for three in the first game of the doubleheader yesterday when the Grizzlies had 11 hits, all of which were singles, in a 15-1 loss. And it was the exact opposite story that I can. Gallagher steps off and looks Daniel back to second. Andrew had an out there. 
After 11 hits, all singles in game one. In game two yesterday, the Grizzlies opened with four home runs on their first four hits. Payoff again. Jones tops it toward the left side. The third baseman Hughes cuts it off in front of the shortstop Cox, throws across to first, and Jones is out. Daniel holds it second, two men away now in the second inning, and Gunnar Buhner comes to bat, still in a scoreless game. the ready hitter Buter, Grizzlies DH who homered last night he's had something of a power surge three of his four home runs in August coincided with a Grizzlies power surge he takes a slider for a strike over the outside gateway had 38 home runs the first three months of the season 35 home runs in August alone Daniel at second two down no score in the second and the one strike offering from Gallagher on the way Buter swings at a fastball, pops it up, foul ground, but maybe playable right side. Fernandez back from first base, up against the first row, and it's a couple of rows too deep into the third row of Forest Green seats at GCS Credit Union Ballpark. Buter has a 214 batting average, four home runs, and 17 RBIs. But he's behind in the count, no balls and two strikes. Grizzlies in danger of squandering a leadoff Daniel double. Two strikes, two outs. Gallagher sets and delivers. Buter takes a fastball, strike three called. Outside corner at the belt. Two strikeouts apiece at each of the first two innings for Gallagher. He's K'd four. That's the first one looking. No runs, one hit. A man left in scoring position. Third inning next. Nothing, nothing on the Grizzlies media network. A Budweiser. A burger. And Thomas Red. When you wake up in a different city every day, there's a comfort in being able to count on something familiar. And for me, that's a Budweiser and a burger. Los Angeles, Chicago, El Paso, big or small, loud or quiet, a Bud and a burger remind me who I am and to keep doing my thing. They take me back home. The best way to get my friends and family over to my house is to tell them that I'm about to grill some burgers and drink some Bud. Nothing fancy, nothing forced, no lights, no noise, no backstage pass required. That's a Budweiser and a burger. Cheers. This Bud's for you. Enjoy responsibly. Budweiser beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. At ServPro, no home is too big and no question is too small. So when fire or water damage strikes your home or business, call on the cleanup team. The insurance industry has trusted for more than 40 years at 1-800-ServPro and ServPro.com. That's where you'll find a team of specialists that's faster to any size disaster. So when the things matter most are on the line, make sure we are too by calling 1-800-ServPro or visiting ServPro.com. Helping make fire and water damage like it never happened happened. Franchises are independently owned and operated. This is Sean Dunson Jr. and you are listening to Gateway Grizzly Baseball on the Grizzly Media Network. Game 
Midway nothing, Washington nothing after two innings from GCS Credit Union Ballpark in Sojay. Nate Catter back with you on the Grizzlies Media Network. Anyway, right-hander Chris Carden back to work. He's allowed a two-out base runner in each of the first two innings. A walk in the first and a single in the second. But he's yet to allow anyone into scoring position. He deals to Brett Marr, who takes down and away for a ball. Roddy batting. Wild thing, second baseman in the number nine spot. He'll be followed by the top of the order, Ryan Cox and J.R. Davis. Auto pitch. Mar takes low ball two. Black stirrups pulled up over white socks. Red slashes, three of them across each of the calves. He crouches deeply in a wide right side stance. It's to him, is taken low. Three balls and no strikes on Mar, who came into the series with a 213 average. But he had three singles yesterday across the two games of the doubleheader. 3-0 pitch is taken for a strike. And all three of them featured RBIs, so he took his RBI total up to 20. Now hitting 220, a homer, and those 20 knocked in. Cardin the windup and the 3-1 pitch. Mar takes high ball four, not by much, but it's a leadoff base runner for the Wild Things for the first time. Cardin's second walk against a couple of strikeouts. And now the leadoff man Ryan Cox comes up for the visitors. Cox slide to rather deep right center field leading off the top of the first inning. Lefty batter in his upright straightaway stance. Owings holds more at first base. Carden sets out the shoulders. A breath and a pitch. Cox swings and shoots a line drive toward third, just over the outstretched glove of a leaping Wesley Jones, and it bounces all the way down into the quarter. Marr heads to second, gets a stop sign there. Cox eases into second base with a double. Marr ends up at third, Cox at second. The 13th double of the year for Cox, his second in this series, and the Wild Thing's now very much threatening with second and third, nobody out in the third inning of a scoreless game. Jones had a good chance to make that catch, and I wonder if he just started looking over at first base, wondering if he'd be able to get Brett Marr doubled off the bag. Because it looked catchable. He didn't get very much off the ground and then kind of alligator-armed it. And I thought it even might have ticked off the very, very edge of his glove, but considering that the ball then bounced with pace all the way into the corner, I don't think it did. But he was close. Right-hander against right-hander. Carden deals to J.R. Davis who swings and misses at a slider for strike one. Davis also flying to center field, more toward left center in the first inning following Cox. It's a walk and a double to put Wild Things at second and third, no score in the third and nobody out. The pitch. Davis swings and grounds it back to the mound. Carden looks the runners back, tosses to first and has one away. Davis is 0 for two. And now Shane Hughes comes up and this is a big out. And Shane Hughes was going to try to use his own bat. J.R. Davis offered the bat to him, and when everybody realized that Hughes was going to use his own, he started getting jeering from both dugouts, in particular from the Grizzlies on the first base side, and he changed his mind. Big old smile on Bill Warren's face up the top step, Grizzlies 13th year manager. Second and third one out, Gateway and Washington scoreless in the visitors' third. Lefty batter Hughes walked his first time. Carton throws, 
Hughes swings and lines one into right field. In comes Woodcock, makes the catch. More tags, comes for the plate. Woodcock's throw, a bit offline. Taylor dives back, puts the tag on Moore. Double play. Dustin Woodcock, the Grizzlies rookie of the year, shows off the cannon again from right field and throws out Moore at the plate. The Wild Things had second and third, nobody out. They get nothing and they like it. Another Grizzlies double play brought to you by Casino Queen, the official hotel of the Grizzlies, where loose means more. Home third next, nothing, nothing. Still our score on the Grizzlies Media Network. The Grizzlies Baseball Academy at GCS Ballpark is where tomorrow's stars train today. We specialize in professional baseball instruction and offer group, semi-private, and private lessons taught by experienced instructors and the most realistic hitting experience you'll find, the ProBatter PX2. The ProBatter PX2 features a multi-pitch machine with synchronized video display to simulate live Major League quality pitching. To schedule your lesson, call 618-781-8170 or visit grizzliesbaseballacademy.com. That's 618-781-8170 or grizzliesbaseballacademy.com. Innovation is growing in the cornfields of America. Over the past 12 years, America's family corn farmers have produced the 12 largest corn crops in history, and they've done it with less fertilizer, fewer chemicals, and less land. Using groundbreaking technology and new management practices to grow food, feed, fuel, and fiber. In other words, America's family corn farmers continue to grow corn better than anyone else and better than ever before. Discover more at cornfarmerscoalition.org. A message from the Illinois Corn Checkoff. GCS Credit Union offers Casasa Cash Back, a free checking account that gives you cash back on all of your debit card purchases, not just on gas or groceries or restaurants. There are no points and no category restrictions, just pure cash back. You also get ATM fee refunds nationwide, and there is no minimum balance required to earn rewards. None of that, you must have $5,000 in the account to qualify business. Qualifications and rules apply. See Financial Institution for details. Member NCUA insured. You're listening to Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network. Nick Gallagher deals to Greg White, who checks his swing and takes high to start things in the bottom of the third. K-Way nothing and Washington nothing on the strength of a fly ball double play. For the right fielder, Dustin Woodcock, and he threw out Brett Maher on a bullet to home plate to finish the top of the third. Throw was a little bit offline, but he got rid of it so quickly and threw it with such velocity it didn't matter. Gallagher the windup, righty against righty. Here it comes. White swings and misses at a fastball. He's hitting 226 this year, a homer and seven batted in for the rookie out of North Carolina A&T. He'll be followed by Zach Taylor and Cotter Owings, the eight, nine, and one batters for the Grizzlies in the home third. Right back of the box, upright open stance. Hits to him, is taken high for a ball. Gallagher has struck out four over the first two innings, did allow one Grizzlies base runner out of Andrew Daniel Double to start the bottom of the second. The pitch. White swings and misses at a slider down and away and strikes out. That's five Ks for Gallagher. One gone in the third, and Zach Taylor will bat. But Woodcock's throw was pretty far offline. Zach Taylor had to go all the way to the outside of the left-handed batter's box on the first base side of home plate to make the catch. Here is the righty batter, Taylor. Gallagher deals. Zach takes a strike over the outside. 
And he still had time to make an awkward dive back toward the plate. I think he thought he was going to have to get back to home plate more quickly than he did because the dive was not a very good one. It was quite awkward. One strike pitch. Taylor swings and tops it foul up third. Now they get two. He sort of planted on his knee and then had to lunge again over to get Marr, who in the end did not even slide. One out, nobody on. No score in the home third. No balls and two strikes on Taylor. Gallagher from the windup brings it home. Taylor takes up and away for a ball. Zach has a 245 average, two home runs, and 19 RBIs. The one and two offering. Taylor swings at a fastball and fouls it back. Connor Owings, Grizzlies leadoff man, is on deck. Anyway, has asked so much of Zach Taylor. He started 59 games, 58 of them as the Grizzlies catcher since mid-June. What a two-pitch. Taken down and away. A slider. It's two balls and two strikes. We can pinpoint uh, the exact moment when the Grizzlies signed Zach Taylor going into a road trip. His debut was at Lake Erie on June the 18th. Two and two pitch. Fastball lifted with some power to left field. Adams backs up, still going in front of the track. Leaps, it's over his head, and short hops the wall. Taylor rounds first and eases into second with his 11th double of the year. The Grizzlies have a pair of extra base hits. They put Taylor at second base, one out. This time, we'll try to cash in to break this scoreless game in the third. So since Taylor signed, the Grizzlies have played 63 games. Zach has caught 58 of them. And he's DH1. He has four days off and five days without catching. Now the All-Star break was in there, and the Grizzlies get about an off day a week. Righty to lefty, pitch to Connor Owings. It is a changeup taken for a strike. But 58 games caught for a guy who already played from February all spring at Oregon State as a college senior. Although not predominantly as a catcher with the Beavers, he was backing up Adley Rutschman, who was the number one overall pick in the MLB draft. Owings pops it foul left side out of play. Nothing at two on Connor. Rutschman now the property of the Baltimore Orioles. Grizzlies nothing, Wild Things nothing in the last of the third. Taylor at second, one out. No balls, two strikes on Owings, who struck out leading off the home first for Gateway on three pitches. And now the third pitch from Gallagher on its way again. Owing swings at a changeup, lines it into center field, the base hit. Taylor waved around third. The throw from Davis in center is late, and Taylor slides in safely. Owings into second on the throw, an RBI single for Connor. His team leading 52nd run batted in this year makes it 1 0 Grizzlies in the third inning. giving this big crowd something to cheer about. So here now is Brent Sakurai. Granted a short his first time. Righty batter, straightaway stance, bent of the knees, off the plate, holds his hands almost above his head. Pitch to him. Is a curve taken for a strike. Sack has raised his hands over the course of this season, in particular over the last couple of weeks. He generally was a shoulder-high hands guy. 
He's lifted them now well above the bill of his helmet. Owings at second, one out. Gallagher sets and the pitch. Sakurai bails out of the way of a curve that drifted high at inside, slipped out of Gallagher's hand, and it's one ball and one strike. So the Grizzlies lead when they score first this year, 22 and 17. More important for them is to hold the lead through the end of the fifth inning. If they can do that, they're 30 and five this year. One and one pitch. So I'm gonna foul off to the right. So Connor Owings is either tied for the team lead or outright tops of the squad in home runs, RBIs. Batting average, doubles. Triples, walks, on-base percentage, OPS, and games played. What a two-pitch. Sakurai ticks a slider foul. Not hard to see why Owings was awarded the Grizzlies' 2019 Most Valuable Player prior to this season. Gateway's Rookie of the Year, Dustin Woodcock, is on deck. Owings at second, one out. one nothing Grizzlies in the home third. A ball and two strikes still on Sakurai, and Gallagher throws. Brett takes a fastball high. Two and two. Would be good to see Sakurai put a charge into one and find a gap. He's been hitting the ball hard. Pitch to him is ticked back into Betty's mid-strike three. So that is six strikeouts now for Gallagher. Two apiece in each of the three innings thus far, and Dustin Woodcock comes up. Sakurai has had bad batted ball on the plate. Gallagher with that punch out just set a professional career high. Only eight starts into his pro career, but still six strikeouts in two and two-thirds innings is nothing to sneeze at. This is a big two-out opportunity now for Woodcock. Lefty batter, right-hander Gallagher delivers. Woodcock takes a changeup that tails outside. And that is the transformation of Dustin Woodcock. Taking that pitch has made all the difference in the world for Dustin the last month or so of the season. Since August 8th, Woodcock has an on-base percentage over 400. That's the last 20 games of the year. He takes outside 2-0. He's had eight multi-hit games as a professional. Seven of them came in August. He's heading for more contact. He's taking more pitches. He's getting on base a lot more, and he's done all of that without sacrificing his considerable power. Swing on a fly ball, shallow left field. Adams started back, now sprints into his right toward the foul line and makes the backhand catch on the move to retire Woodcock and the side. The Grizzlies score the game's first run on a couple of hits. A man left in scoring position. Three innings complete. Gateway one, Washington nothing on the Grizzlies Media Network. Every time you grab an ice-cold 20-ounce Pepsi, you'll find a Pepsi emoji on the side of the bottle. A little design that expresses something fun and unique. Pepsi has literally hundreds of different ones. So while the Pepsi delivers this, the Pepsi emoji delivers this. Go ahead, crack open a Pepsi. 
and tell the world how you feel and what you love with Pepsi emojis. Because every Pepsi emoji says something a little different about you. Whether you're a big sports fan, you're into the arts, love summer fun, music concerts, or just walking your dog, Pepsi has you covered with a Pepsi emoji that says it just the right way. Pepsi emojis. Say it with Pepsi. I'm Meg <laughs> Megan. That's my neighbor on her patio, which is OMG, stop. right next to mine. I want to buy a home, but I want something specific. Quiet plus outdoor space to relax. I'm using the U.S. Bank loan portal for my mortgage because I can check in on the process from anywhere, which makes it that much simpler and more convenient to buy. Your home, your mortgage, your way. Go to usbank.com to learn more. U.S. Bank, the power of possible. Loan approval subject to credit approval and program guidelines. Interest rates and program terms subject to change without notice. Mortgage and deposit products offered by U.S. Bank National Association. Equal housing lender member FDIC. This is Brent Sakurai, and you're listening to the Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network. Gateway now leads one to nothing as we head to the top of the fourth inning from GCS Credit Union Ballpark in Soge. It's the four, five, and six hitters in the Wild Things order schedule. Righty batting D.H. Hector Roa will be the first to face gateway right-hander Chris Carden, who has pitched well thus far. Out of the lineup, first base out of the rubber, lets it fly. Roa swings and misses. He just flailed in front of a slider. And it's no balls and one strike. Roa struck out his first time, one of two on the evening for Carden, and they came back to back. He gets his sign from Taylor. The kick and the offering. Roa swings over a slider low. No balls and two strikes. Roa struck out to end the first inning, and Fernandez struck out to start the second. He's on deck to be followed by, then by Terrence Pinkston. Cardin's two-strike offering. Roa swings and just got a piece of a slider off the outside that then took a chunk out of Grizzlies catcher Zach Taylor, who is okay. But as mentioned during the bottom of the third, he's been asked for... Hold on, since he signed with Gateway. The Grizzlies have played 63 games counting tonight since he signed. Taylor has been behind the plate for 58 of them. Still no balls, two strikes. Carden throws. Roa swings at a fastball and skies a pop-up. Left side of the infield. Shortstop Sakurai steps in and makes the two-hand catch above his cap for the first out in the fourth inning. Two walks for Carden, and the Wild Things have two hits against him. They had runners at second and third. Nobody out in the top of the third inning. He got a ground out back to him from J.R. Davis, and then a fly ball to the right from Shane Hughes, on which Brett Marr tried to score, tagging up from third. He was thrown out of the plate by Dustin Woodcock. Then the Grizzlies scored on a Zach Taylor double and a Connor Owings RBI single back-to-back in the home third. J.J. Fernandez takes a slider inside, ball one, and the switch hitting first baseman who bats left-handed against the righty Carden. Fernandez, as mentioned, had the strikeout his first time. And he looks at a changeup outside. Two balls, no strikes. So it's 1-0 Grizzlies. Gateway is out, hit Washington 3-2. One out, nobody on in the visitors' fourth inning. Carden's 2-0 pitch. Fernandez swings and misses. A little cutter, it looked like, underneath his hands. Seemed like a fastball, but it definitely had a little bit of uh, movement off the inside of the part of the plate. The pitch, 
Fernandez tops it foul up the first base side. Two balls and two strikes. On simply a perfect evening. 81 degrees at first pitch. Temperatures in the high 70s now on the east side of the Mississippi. Two and two offering. Fernandez checks his swing, takes just low. And it's three balls, two strikes. Grizzlies trying to finish out the year with back-to-back -back wins. Payoff pitch. Fernandez takes a slider off the inside, and it's full. Or rather, uh, that's ball four, I should say. It was a payoff pitch. Fernandez has a walk. The third card is issued in this game, and it brings up Terrence Pinkston. Fernandez at first, one out, one nothing. Grizzlies in the top of the fourth. If Gateway could win this game, it would be the third year in a row the Grizzlies have finished at home with back-to-back -back victories. The Saturday night and Sunday night before Labor Day, each of the last two years. Right-hander against right-hander, here it comes. Pinkston takes a strike at the belt over the outer half. He grounded out to shortstop his first time. Owings holds Fernandez at first. You have to watch out for him. He has excellent speed. Throw over there, and he's back standing. He leads the Wild Things with 18 steals on 20 attempts. That's 90% success. And that's surprising for a bigger guy, at least height-wise. He's not overly heavy, but he's a tall guy and sturdily built and plays first base. The pitch. Pinkston sprays a line drive toward first. Cut by Owings. Steps on the bag. Double play. A second fly ball double play to end the inning already tonight. Third inning ends on a fly ball to the right, and Woodcock throws out the man at the plate. This time it's a line drive to first. Nothing Fernandez could have done out to his secondary lead. He is doubled off by Owings. A line drive, three unassisted double play, brought to you by Casino Queen, the official hotel of the Grizzlies, where loose means more. Middle of the fourth inning, one nothing gateway on the Grizzlies media network. GCS Credit Union offers Casasa Cash Back, a free checking account that gives you cash back on all of your debit card purchases, not just on gas or groceries or restaurants. There are no points and no category restrictions, just pure cash back. You also get ATM fee refunds nationwide, and there is no minimum balance required to earn rewards. None of that, you must have $5,000 in the account to qualify business. Qualifications and rules apply. See financial institution for details. Member NCUA insured. The National Baseball Hall of Fame and Museum in Cooperstown is the place where baseball legends live forever. It's where the exciting moments of today stand along the iconic tales of the past. With new exhibits and artifacts telling incredible stories, the Baseball Hall of Fame and Museum is a must-see destination for fans of all ages. Baseball in Cooperstown. Oh, my. Plan your visit today. Check out BaseballHall.org. Innovation is growing in the cornfields of America, and it's making a huge difference in America's balance of trade. One-third of the world's corn exports come from the United States. In fact, America's corn farmers exported $6.4 billion worth of corn last year, one of the few U.S. products with a trade surplus. So when America's family corn farmers bring in their golden crop each year, they're also doing their part to put our nation in the black. Discover more at cornfarmerscoalition.org. A message from the Illinois Corn Checkoff. Now back to the ballpark on the Grizzlies Media Network. Andrew Daniel leads off for the Grizzlies in the home fourth. 
And he swings to the first pitch. It lifts a fly ball deep left field. Back into his right goes Adams to the track. It bangs off the wall. Daniel rounds first, heads for second. He's in with his second double in as many at-bats tonight. His 22nd two-backer of the year, which gives him the solo team lead over Connor Owings. Daniel not waiting around. A couple of doubles to left field at his final game of the year. And maybe as a professional player, he will be too old to return to the Grizzlies next season. So we'll have to find a new home for his career to continue. But if this is it, he's going out on a high note. Two for two with a couple of doubles. Grizzlies up 1-0, and he's at second base trying to build the lead. Nobody out at the last of the fourth. Sean Dunstan, Jr., the lefty-hitting gateway center fielder, in the fifth spot of the Grizzlies order, now settles into the left-hand batter's box. Right-hander Nick Gallagher delivers, and it's taken at the knees for a strike. Dunstan struck out his first time, the third of a career-high six of the first three innings alone for Gallagher in his eighth professional start. Sets out the letters and deals. Dunstan takes a changeup that bounces in, smothered by the catcher, Benny. One ball and one strike. Wesley Jones on deck. Gunnar Buhner in the hole. He will bat, barring any outs of the base pass. One and one offering on the way. Sean swings and rips one foul off the right side out of play. That ball was cranked. But Sean was well out in front of it, and it's one ball and two strikes. Infield and outfield play Sean to pull slightly. Nobody paying much attention to Daniel, who's getting a big lead at second. Pitch on the way. Sean takes inside two and two. Although, as I say that, I think Andrew probably could get substantially more, considering how little attention he's getting from either Wild Things middle infielder. It's the shortstop, Cox, who seems designated to pay some attention to him, but he's not doing much. The pitch. Dunstan pops it up on the infield. Foul ground, third base side. Catcher Betty is over, called off by the third baseman, Hughes, who races in to make the catch. And there's one man out. So now it's Wesley Jones. Grizzlies one, wild things nothing. Daniel at second base, one out in the fourth. The Grizzlies squandered a Daniel leadoff double back in the second with a strikeout, a ground out, and a strikeout. Daniel takes off for third. Jones pops it up, foul first base side, and Andrew has to head back. He's had an act for doing this. He's not a big base stealing threat. He has six on eight attempts this year, but he did that in Evansville this week where he just was able to get almost a walking lead at second without anybody paying much attention to him. Trying to time it up as a surprise steal of third, and he's not a poor runner. One strike offering from Gallagher. Jones nearly hit by a curveball that backed up high and inside. It's one ball and one strike. Jones has the ground out to third base in the second inning. As part of Dunstan Jones and Buhner leaving Daniel at second base after he let off the inning with a double, as he has now in the last of the fourth. One and one offering on the way. Jones swings at a fastball, fouls it back. Talked a little bit about yesterday when the Grizzlies lost 15 to one in the first game of the doubleheader and series after Friday was rained out. Gateway had one run on 11 hits in that game. All 11 hits were singles. Gallagher, the chest high set, I look to second. The one and two delivery. Jones takes, high ball two. 
Whereas then in the nightcap, the Grizzlies opened with home runs for their first four hits. And their first half dozen hits all went for extra bases after 11 singles and nothing else in the first game. Two of the, or make it three of the four Grizzlies hits so far tonight have gone for extra bases. A pair of doubles for Daniel and one for Taylor. He scored the only Grizzlies run on a Connor Owings RBI single. Gallagher's two and two pitch to Jones. Fastball taken high and away. Three balls and two strikes. With Daniel at second, one out. Grizzlies up, one nothing in the home half of the fourth inning. Gallagher's next pitch will be his 65th of the evening. Daniel runs, pitches, foul off down the right side, slicing out of play. So Andrew twice has taken off, and in both cases, Jones has spoiled the pitch, foul out of play. Daniel back to second base. Still one out, still the count full. That three balls, two strikes, and the former Rockies farmhand, Wesley Jones. Gallagher sets, first base out of the rubber. A look to second on the pitch. Jones takes up an in ball four. That's the first Gallagher walk. And the first time all night, the Grizzlies have had multiple base runners on at the same time. Gunnar Buterbatch with two on and one out. Trying to build on this one nothing gateway lead to the fourth. Now both bullpens are relatively fresh. A couple of seven inning games yesterday. Wild Thing's got a complete game from Michael Austin to the first game. Righty to righty. Here it comes. Buter swings out a changeup and bounces it up third and foul. Pass Grizzlies hitting coach Darren Kinsolving coaching in the third base box. Then in the nightcap, the Grizzlies nearly got a complete game from Dominic Tapuja who tossed six innings and left only the seventh for Jeff Bramblin who struck out the side and earned his 14th save in as many opportunities over his two months this year as the Grizzlies closer. Gallagher's one strike delivery instead he steps off because Daniel was looking inclined to run again at second base. Jordan Barrett also is available out of the Grizzlies bullpen this evening. Opening night starting pitcher. One strike offering is instead another spin and a look back at second and Daniel was so not fooled that he did not even move. Barrett last started a Wednesday. One strike pitch. Buter swings and misses at a Veltai heater. It's no balls and two strikes on Gunner. So Barrett, who of course will not have to make another start, would have been pitching tomorrow or Tuesday, whenever the Grizzlies' next game would have been. So instead he said, Skip, I'm available out of the pen. We'll see if he's needed. Two strike delivery. Buhner swings at a slider, hammers it left center field and deep. Back goes Davis, still going. It's Adams on the track who makes the catch. The runners have to hustle back, and they get to first and second ahead of the plays. That ball just died for Buhner. He got a little bit underneath it, and it went into that deep part of the ballpark in left center. Adams was able to make the catch with his back just about pressed against the fence. Daniel was almost all the way to third, and he really had to hurry back to the Keystone set. Buhner is 0 for 2. Still Grizzlies at first and second. Two outs and a 1-0 gateway lead over Washington in the last of the fourth. Here's the rookie righty batter, Greg White. He takes a slider down and away. The kick's away from Benny. Daniel takes off for third, and both he and Jones move up 90 feet on a wild pitch. 
something has reinvigorated Andrew Daniel the last couple of weeks. Now he missed almost a month, July the 12th to August the 11th with an oblique strain. And it looks like he's just been a more enthusiastic, more energetic player since he's been back. He's always looking for the next 90 feet of the base pass. It's been fun to watch him run. What a pitch. White takes a change up down and outside, two balls and no strikes. So now the Grizzlies could put some distance between themselves and the Wild Things with a base hit. Two outs, so Jones will be moving on contact from second base. Any single from White that reaches the outfield should score a couple of runs. To an O pitch. He swings at a fastball and bounces it to short off a couple of hops. Glove chest high by a charging Cox, throws across his body to first and retires White by a couple of steps. Greg is 0 for 2. The Grizzlies strand a pair in scoring position. Four innings complete, 1-0 gateway on the Grizzlies media network. Budweiser presents an important message about friendship. You and me, we were made for love. A lifetime is not long enough to show you what you mean to me. Budweiser knows your friends are counting on you. So, we want you to remember to make a plan to make it home every time you go out. Do whatever it takes to get home safely. Call a friend, arrange for a cab, or designate a driver. Because friends are waiting. Hey, I'm sorry. I decided I shouldn't drive home last night. I stayed at Dave's. I'm back. I'm back. Yeah, I'm back. <laughs> this message is brought to you by your friends at Budweiser. Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. Innovation is growing in the cornfields of America. Family corn farmers have planted more than 1.2 million miles of conservation buffer strips to protect the soil, improve water quality in lakes and streams, and create acres and acres of wildlife habitat. So corn farmers aren't planting just corn. They're planting the seeds for future generations to enjoy what Mother Nature has created for all of us. Discover more at cornfarmerscoalition.org. A message from the Illinois Corn Checkoff. This is Jeff Manzo, and you're listening to Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network. Grizzlies as we head to the top of the fifth inning. Gateway right-hander Chris Carden back to work against the 7, 8, and 9, bottom third of the Wild Things batting order. Right-hander against right-hander. Carden winds and delivers to Blake Adams, who takes a fastball down and away, ball one. Adams singled in the second inning. It's only a bat thus far tonight. He'll be followed by Drew Benny and Brett Marr. Carden's 1-0 delivery. Adam swings and pops one off the end of his bat into shallow center. Second baseman Daniel goes back, makes the call, and a backhand catch. One gone. So now Drew Benny will bat. He grounded out to second base his first time. Right hand hitting wild things backstop. Settles into a slightly open stance. Ben Anthony's back of the box. Pitch to him. 
A fastball grounded is short of her. Three hops in the end. It's scooped up by a charging Sakurai. Has plenty of time to settle his feet and throw out Benny at first base. So two quick outs for Carden in this top of the fifth inning, who's through four and two-thirds scoreless innings. And he's needed only 58 pitches this far. Here's Brett Marr. This is more the Chris Carden we grew accustomed to seeing, who went at least five and a third innings at each of his first 15 starts this year. Right-hander against right-hander. Marr takes a fastball strike over the outside. Chris had been limited to four and one-third, and then four innings in each of his last three starts. Slider down and away, one ball and one strike. Two outs, nobody on, one nothing gateway in the visitor's fifth. So this is the efficiency that Cardin was known for. One and one pitch. Mar takes, slow it outside again, two and one. Chris is a very quick worker. Should be exciting to see what he could have in store next season if he continues to improve on this trajectory. Two and one delivery. Fastball fouled off, right side out of play. Two balls and two strikes on Marr, who had a walk his first time. It was thrown out at the plate to end the top of the third inning. The closest the Wild Things have come to scoring. Gateway took the lead of the home half of that inning and still is up one nothing in the fifth. Two and two delivery. Marr takes high, three balls and two strikes. Top of the Wild Things order, Ryan Cox is on deck. Cardin gets his side. And three balls and two strikes. The payoff pitch. Marr swings and ropes a line drive just foul down the third base side. Barely pulled it wide of the foul line. On our Husky Trailways out of town scoreboard, already told you during the Budweiser pregame show, Schaumburg picked up a 1-0 win to finish the season, hosting River City earlier today. Lake Erie leads 4-0, eighth inning in Juliet. Evansville at Southern Illinois tied 5-5 in the seventh. Marr swings and misses at an off-speed delivery. It's a 1-2-3 inning for Carden. Surprisingly, his first of the entire game. That's his third strikeout brought to you by Julie. The Illinois one-call system. And despite getting through five scoreless innings on just 65 pitches, Carden had not had a true 1-2-3 inning with three straight outs all night. We're halfway home, going to the bottom of the fifth. 1-0 gateway on the Grizzlies Media Network. Consider the cup holder. There's probably one feeling empty next to you right now. No refreshing Pepsi and no hope. Look at it. Really, really look. Are you looking? Just look at it, won't you? All across the country, cup holders just like yours are being abused, deprived of Pepsi, forgotten. Instead of a refreshing Pepsi, some of them are being filled with loose change or crumbled up drive through receipts or is that a what of used chewing gum? <sighs> Clean your car. But what if you could help? Both of you, or all of you, there's really no way for me to know how many of you are in your car. I hope there's not 10 of you. That would be really unsafe. Get a Pepsi and refresh a cup holder's life. Our cup holders and our thirsts are counting on it. In fact, I'm having a refreshing Pepsi right now. Ah, that is refreshing. <clears throat> Pepsi, refresh yourself. Refill your cup holder. One small change can do a lot of good. That's why U.S. Bank proudly invests in communities like yours. It's also why we're celebrating good deeds being done nationwide. Because the more good we see, the more we're inspired to do the same thing. So help us spread the goodness. Use the hashtag #CommunityPossible to share a story of one good thing you've done recently. Together, we'll turn one small change from all of us into one big impact in our community. U.S. Bank, the power of possible. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. 
Now, back to the ballpark on the Grizzlies Media Network. Zach Taylor leads off the home fifth for the Grizzlies. First pitch to him is swung on and popped up in the shallow left center. The shortstop Ryan Cox goes back. He's called off by the oncoming left fielder Adams, who probably had a more difficult play than Cox, who was pretty much camped out of the ball. But Adams makes the catch, and there's one out. Grizzlies up 1-0 in the home fifth, and here comes leadoff man Connor Owens. Owing struck out in the first, then had an RBI single in the third. He struck out on three pitches in the first and was behind nothing and two in that third inning at bat. Right-hander to left-hander, Nick Gallagher deals. Owings takes a slider that bounces in front of home plate for ball one. So Connor has been uh, rather free swinging, and that's the first ball he's seen today. Gallagher winds and the 1-0 offering. Cotter swings and misses in front of a changeup, a ball and a strike. One nothing Grizzlies, one out, nobody on. Last of the fifth inning, game 96 of 96 this year. The pitch. Owing swings and drives one center field and deep. Back goes Davis, but he has room, stops in front of the track, and goes down to a knee to make an awkward low catch for the, game, uh, the second out of the fifth inning. Here's Brent Sakurai, Grizzly shortstop, two outs and nobody on. Sack has grounded a short and struck out the sixth of six, a career-high number for Gallagher, and he reached that in two and two-thirds innings, struck out six of the first 11 Grizzlies he faced, hasn't struck out anybody since Sakurai. Pitch is chopped toward second, softly hit. Mark comes in, gloves it, hopping toward his knees, and throws out Sakurai. So the Grizzlies go in order. Sack is 0 for 3. We head to the sixth. one nothing gateway on the Grizzlies Media Network. A Budweiser, a burger, and Thomas Ray. When you wake up in a different city every day, there's a comfort in being able to count on something familiar. And for me, that's a Budweiser and a burger. Los Angeles, Chicago, El Paso, Big or small, loud or quiet, a butt and a burger remind me who I am and to keep doing my thing. They take me back home. The best way to get my friends and family over to my house is to tell them that I'm about to grill some burgers and drink some bud. Nothing fancy, nothing forced, no lights, no noise, no backstage pass required. That's a Budweiser and a burger. Cheers. This Bud's for you. Enjoy responsible. Budweiser Beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. GCS Credit Union offers Kasasa Cash Back, a free checking account that gives you cash back on all of your debit card purchases, not just on gas or groceries or restaurants. There are no points and no category restrictions, just pure cash back. You also get ATM fee refunds nationwide, and there is no minimum balance required to earn rewards. None of that, you must have $5,000 in the account to qualify business. Qualifications and rules apply. See financial institution for details. Member NCUA insured. This is Jason Siever, and you're listening to Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network. 
Credit Union Ballpark in Sojay. The Grizzlies lead the visiting Washington Wild Things 1-0. Try to finish out a third year in a row with back-to-back -back wins. And a series victory over the Wild Things, which would give Gateway 39 wins this season, one more than last year's total. And on top of that, keep the Grizzlies out of last place in the league overall. Pitch to Ryan Cox is top toward second base. Off a couple of hops, gloved by Daniel. Flips to first, one out. Bases quickened up. Cox is one for three with a double now. And J.R. Davis, Shane Hughes coming up to follow him. The two and three batters for the Wild Things, who went down very quickly in a one, two, three, fifth inning against Carton. He's now retired five in a row. Davis, the righty batter, has fly to center and grounded back to the right-hander Carden on the mound. For the first base shot of the rubber, he winds and lets it fly. Davis takes a strike. So the Grizzlies are going to come in fifth out of fifth, uh, or rather, really, I guess, uh, last place in the West Division for the fourth year in a row. One strike pitch is down and away for a ball. Technically, the Grizzlies came in sixth each of the last three years. The West Division lost to normal Corn Belters this year, no longer members of the Frontier League. One and one offering. Davis fouls it back to the top of the screen. And so the Grizzlies will be at the bottom of the West, this time fifth place for the fourth year in a row. But with a win today, they would stay out of the 10th place overall spot. One, two pitches taken down and away, two balls and two strikes. If you put together the Frontier League composite standings, putting both divisions together. A win for the Grizzlies would push the Wild Things to the bottom spot. Two and two offering. Slider smacked to the ground, a short off. One hop gloved next to his left knee by Sakurai. Settles, throws high. Did Owings come down to the bag? Yes, he did. Connor went up to make the catch, came down to the bag and saved Sakurai an error. Two down. On the ground out to shortstop. Davis is 0 for 3. And here comes Shane Hughes. Well, the Grizzlies up 1-0 in the sixth. Hughes is a left-handed batter. He walked in the first inning, then nearly had a sacrifice fly in the top of the third that would have given the Wild Things the lead. Pitch to Hughes. is swung out and fly to center. Dunstan takes a couple of steps in, then changes his mind and reverses course, but gets back in time to recover and make the catch. Another quick one, two, three inning for Carden, this time on seven pitches, and he's retired seven wild things in a row. Last of the sixth coming up next, one nothing gateway on the Grizzlies Media Network. One small change can do a lot of good. That's why U.S. Bank proudly invests in communities like yours. It's also why we're celebrating good deeds being done nationwide, because the more good we see, the more we're inspired to do the same thing. So help us spread the goodness. Use the hashtag #CommunityPossible to share a story of one good thing you've done recently. Together, we'll turn one small change from all of us into one big impact in our community. U.S. Bank, the power of possible. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. The Grizzlies Baseball Academy at GCS Ballpark is where tomorrow's stars train today. We specialize in professional baseball instruction and offer group, semi-private, and private lessons taught by experienced instructors and the most realistic hitting experience you'll find, the ProBatter PX2. The ProBatter PX2 features a multi-pitch machine with synchronized video display to simulate live Major League quality pitching. To schedule your lesson, call 618-781-8170 or visit grizzliesbaseballacademy.com. That's 618-781-8170 or grizzliesbaseballacademy.com. 
Innovation is growing in the cornfields of America. Over the past 12 years, America's family corn farmers have produced the 12 largest corn crops in history, and they've done it with less fertilizer, fewer chemicals, and less land. Using groundbreaking technology and new management practices to grow food, feed, fuel, and fiber. In other words, America's family corn farmers continue to grow corn better than anyone else and better than ever before. Discover more at cornfarmerscoalition.org. A message from the Illinois Corn Checkoff. You're listening to Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network. Part of the Grizzlies order coming up. First pitch to Dustin Woodcock. He's taken outside for a ball. A couple of quick half innings. The Grizzlies went down on five pitches from Washington right-hander Nick Gallagher in the fifth. He deals to the lefty batter Woodcock, who swings and misses at a changeup. One ball and one strike. And the Wild Things were retired on seven deliveries from Chris Carden in the top of the sixth inning. So it's still 1-0 gateway as we start the home sixth. And Jason Seaver, a left-hander, has begun to throw in the Grizzlies' bullpen. Woodcock takes low ball two. He is 0 for 2, a strikeout and a fly to left. He'll be followed by Andrew Daniel and Sean Dunstan Jr. 3-4-5 in the Grizzlies' order. 2-1 pitch. Dunstan, or uh, Dustin rather, takes off the outside, 3-1. So Gallagher will have to throw at least as many pitches to Woodcock as he threw the entire fifth inning. Three and one offering. Woodcock fouls it back. Gallagher is at 82 pitches, 52 strikes. The Grizzlies have out hit, hit the Wild Things four to two. Gallagher has walked one. Carden has walked three for the Grizzlies. Gallagher's payoff now on the way. Woodcock lifts a fly ball, left field and deep. Back goes Adams to the track, looks up at the wall. It is off the very top of the fence. Woodcock gallops around first and into second with a leadoff double. The fifth Grizzlies hit, the fourth double. It's Woodcock's third two-backer of the year. How about that? Dustin Woodcock has 12 home runs. He has three doubles, counting that one. 15 extra base hits, 80% of them have left the yard. When he connects, he generally does so powerfully. But a leadoff two-backer for Woodcock. He's out at second base as potential insurance with the Grizzlies up 1-0 and nobody out in the home sixth. Here's the righty batter, Andrew Daniel. Gallagher deals, and Daniel swings and misses at a changeup for strike one. Andrew has started the second and fourth innings with doubles, and the Grizzlies have not been able to score him. So it's a frustrating night to be Andrew Daniel. Two for two with a couple of doubles. But the Grizzlies have not cashed him in in either instance. One strike delivery. Daniel swings and lines one into right field. That's down a base hit. Woodcock moves up to third and gets a stop sign. So Daniel is three for three. And it brings up Sean Dunstan Jr. with Grizzlies on the corners and nobody out. This is the fifth time in Daniel's last eight games he's had multiple hits. Right-hander against left-hander, Gallagher deals. Dunstan takes up an in for a ball. It's the first time, though, Daniel has had three hits in a game since he faced the Wild Things back on May 31st in this ballpark when he had four hits. The pitch. 
Changeup lifted in the air. Center field deep enough to score the run. Woodcock goes back and tags at third. Davis makes the catch. Woodcock comes in to score. Daniel holds it first. It's a sacrifice fly. Sean Dunstan Jr.'s 39th RBI of the year makes it 2 0 gateway in the sixth inning. Now Wesley Jones, who's 0 for 1 with a walk. So this is the fourth time this year Daniel has had three or more hits in a game. For the first time since May, he did it three times in the first three weeks of the year. Swing by Jones, line drive towards short, over Cox's leap at a left center of base hit. Daniel moves up to second, two on, one out. Three Grizzlies hits in the inning, and the rally continues to gutter Buter. But how about that? Three games of three hits or more for Woodcock, the first three weeks of the year in May, between May 10th when the Frontier League season started and May 31st. And then he did not have another one until today, September the 1st. Three whole months in between. Daniel will try in the remainder of this game. He'll get at least one more at bat to do it to reach four hits and tie his season high. Right-hander against right-hander. Gallagher ready in the pitch. Buter swings and fouls it off right side. Gutter has struck out and flied to center. Right-hander Jesus Balaguer is up in the Washington bullpen. With two Grizzlies on, one out, a run already across to make it 2-0 gateway in the last of the sixth. No balls, one strike. Gallagher delivers. Buter takes a changeup down and away. One ball and one strike. Gutter did have his fourth home run of the season yesterday and unloaded on a Gallagher pitch in the fourth inning but left it just short of the fence in left center field. There were also runners at first and second then. The pitch, fastball taken at the knees, strike two. Gateway has now out hit Washington seven to two. Daniel at second, Jones at first, one away in the home sixth. A ball and two strikes on Buner. Gallagher stretches and pitches. Gutter swings and pops one up off the end of his bat. Right side of the infield, the first baseman Martinez backs up, makes the two-hand catch. Runners back to their stations. The infield fly rule was in effect regardless. So Buter 0 for 3, and here comes Greg White, who has struck out and grounded out. Pick it back for the rookie. in an upright stance, open at the back of the box, holds his hands low, letter high, and he takes a strike over the outside. Zach Taylor, the Grizzlies' number nine batter, is on deck. Two on and two out for White, but the Grizzlies up 2-0 in the sixth, and it appears Jason Seaver is readying to enter. Gallagher deals. White checks his swing and takes down and outside. One ball and one strike. So it looks like, for as good as he has been, Chris Carden will be finished after six innings. It's been a long season. Carden didn't pitch last year. Same as Rain Letkeman, Lucas Landfear, former member of the Grizzlies starting rotation. So Gateway's staff, Phil Warren, Grizzlies skipper, and James Frisbee, Gateway's pitching coach, wanted one offering. White swings and pops it foul, right side out of play. That Grizzlies brain trust does not want to put too much stress on Carden's arm coming to the end of the season. 
Want to get him healthy into the offseason, get him a little break, and he can ramp it up again to go for Gateway in 2020. That'll be our next broadcast, by the way, sometime in May of 2020. Hope you'll tune in. Two on, two out, two nothing Grizzlies in the sixth. A ball and two strikes on White. The pitch. He swings and fists a soft bouncer toward first base. Awkwardly knocked down by Fernandez, who flips from his knees to the pitcher, Gallagher, covering it first to retire the side. Nicely done by Fernandez. After at first, it looked like he didn't see the ball very well. He got enough of it to keep it in front and retire White. Three hits for the Grizzlies, bring in one run. A couple of men left on base. We move to the seventh, 2-0 gateway on the Grizzlies Media Network. A Budweiser, a burger, and Thomas Rhett. When you wake up in a different city every day, there's a comfort in being able to count on something familiar. And for me, that's a Budweiser and a burger. Los Angeles, Chicago, El Paso, big or small, loud or quiet, a bud and a burger remind me who I am and to keep doing my thing. They take me back home. The best way to get my friends and family over to my house is to tell them that I'm about to grill some burgers and drink some bud. Nothing fancy, nothing forced, no lights, no noise, no backstage pass required. That's a Budweiser and a burger. Cheers. This bud's for you. Enjoy responsibly. Budweiser Beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. At ServPro, no home is too big and no question is too small. So when fire or water damage strikes your home or business, call on the cleanup team. The insurance industry has trusted for more than 40 years at 1-800-ServPro and ServPro.com. That's where you'll find a team of specialists that's faster to any size disaster. So when the things matter most are on the line, make sure we are too by calling 1-800-ServPro or visiting ServPro.com. Helping make fire and water damage like it never happened happened. Franchises are independently owned and operated. This is Sean Denson Jr. and you are listening to Gateway Grizzly Baseball on the Grizzly Media Network. Pitching change for Gateway as we head to the top of the seventh inning. The Grizzlies lead Washington two to nothing. Chris Carden is finished after six innings. No runs on two hits. Three strikeouts, three walks. He threw 72 pitches, 45 of which for strikes. And Cardin is in line for the victory. He's replaced by Jason Seaver, who escaped the Grizzlies' bullpen. See if you can escape Twisted Key escape rooms. Looking for a fun, collaborative activity with family, friends, or colleagues? Head to Twisted Key Escape Rooms in Collinsville and embrace the challenge of a physical adventure game in which your team solves a series of puzzles and riddles using clues, hints, and strategy to escape the room. For more information, visit TwistedKeyEscape.com. Seaver, the 5'11", 190-pound, 24-year-old southpaw from Hayward, California, will face the righty-batting Wild Things DH Hector Roa in the cleanup spot. To start his visitor seventh, pitch on the way. Roa swings and misses at a fastball strike one. He is 0 for 2 with a strikeout and a pop-up to short. And will be followed by J.J. Fernandez and Terrence Pinkston, the four, five, and six batters in the Washington order. Seaver winds at his one-strike offering on the way. Roa checks his swing on a slider down and outside and evidently did not offer. It's one ball and one strike. Jason is 2-1 and one with a 2.2 earned run average. This is his 45th appearance for the Grizzlies in 2019, all out of the bullpen. 
He takes a breath and the one and one pitch now. Roa nearly hit by a slider down and in. He scoots back out of the way. Two balls at one strike. Over 49 innings, Seaver has struck out 53 and walked 15. The league is hitting only 207 against Jason this year and has not scored a run against him over his last four appearances, which encompass five innings. Two and one delivery. Roa takes a fastball just low, looking for the inside corner at the knees, but it's three balls at a strike. Grizzlies relievers, as we've talked about this season, have racked up appearances. Sabres three and one offering. Roa swings and drives one left field. White can only watch it fly up and out of here. First batter Seaver faces, results in a solo home run. Hector Roa ties the league lead with its 18th home run of the year and sets a new single season career high with 70 runs batted in. The Grizzlies still lead, but the gateway advantage is trimmed to two to one with nobody out in the top of the seventh inning. Said that Roa had been so quiet, that makes him still only three for 10. He came into the series with a career 370 batting average against the Grizzlies. He loves to hit in this ballpark, especially for power. And he homers off of Seaver to left. Greg White knew it off the bat, too. Greg White stood stock still and just pivoted in place to watch that ball fly over his head. J.J. Fernandez wraps a ground ball off one hop back to Seaver, who gloves it knee high and tosses softly to first. To retire Fernandez, who's now 0 for 2 with a walk. And there is one away in the seventh inning ahead of Terrence Pinkston. batter Pinkston has grounded out and lined into a double play. Pitch to him is a fastball taken for a strike over the outside. The Grizzlies' single-season appearance record coming into 2019 was 43 games in one season, set last year by reliever Josh Glick. The pitch, change up for strike two called over the outer edge. This year, five different Grizzlies have broken that record. Grant Black has it now at 50 appearances, probably and counting. I would think we're going to see him for the save chance tonight. Pinkston takes a fastball off the outer edge, one and two. Jeff Bramblett threw last night, so I would think Black rather will have the save opportunity this evening. 2-1 Grizzlies, one out, nobody on top of the seven. Seavers one and two delivery now. Pinkston checks his swing and takes a slider low, two balls and two strikes. Mike Adams on deck for the Wild Things. Now trailing by one in the visitor's seventh. Two and two offering. Pinkston swings and misses in front of a slider and strikes out. First K for Seaver, two gone in the seventh. It's the fourth strikeout for Grizzlies pitching. Brought to you by Julie, the Illinois one-call system. Play it safe this season. Call Julie before you dig. Simply dial 811. It's smart, it's free, it's the law. So now Adams, who has singled and popped up to second. Roddy batting, wild things left fielder into his very open stance, bend at the knee. Pitch to him. Fastball ticked foul to the backstop. So that says something, of course, about Grizzlies starting pitchers not going very deep in games and requiring a lot out of their bullpen, surely. But beyond that, it says a lot about the consistency and the quality of the Grizzlies bullpen. One strike delivery now. 
Adams takes off the outer edge. It's one and one. Four of the five Grizzlies pitchers who have surpassed that previous single season record also make up the four best earned run averages on the pitching staff. One and one pick. Swing and a miss by Adams. He went after a slider low and just flipped it back into Taylor's mitt. A ball and two strikes. I can't remember, and I would think you'd be hard-pressed to find a single season in Grizzlies history when they've gone wire to wire with five pitchers out of the bullpen. One and two offering. Adams pops it foul right side out of play. The same five guys. Now, they've had a couple of rotating spots. Generally, you keep seven pitchers in the bullpen. But when five of the seven bullpen spots were occupied by the same arms continuously, none of whom even made a spot start, all of whom pitched only in relief. Still a ball and two strikes on Adams. Two outs, nobody on. Seaver throws. Adams swings and just tipped a fastball in and out of Taylor's mid and barely stays alive. Grizzlies two, Wild Things one, as we play in the top of the seventh after a leadoff solo home run from Hector Roa. Ground out to the mound and a strikeout since then for Seaver. Yet again, his one and two pitch to Adams. Change up popped up off the end of the bat. Right side of the infield along the foul line. Owings comes in, narrowly avoids the runner Adams and makes the backhand catch just to the fair side of the line, about 40 feet or so up from home plate. So Seaver bounces back for the leadoff, so the home run retires three men in a row, keeps the ball on the infield, and strikes out one. Time to stretch in Soge. We head to the bottom of the seventh, 2-1 gateway on the Grizzlies Media Network. The Grizzlies Baseball Academy at GCS Ballpark is where tomorrow's stars train today. We specialize in professional baseball instruction and offer group, semi-private, and private lessons taught by experienced instructors and the most realistic hitting experience you'll find, the ProBatter PX2. The ProBatter PX2 features a multi-pitch machine with synchronized video display to simulate live Major League quality pitching. To schedule your lesson, call 618-781-8170 or visit grizzliesbaseballacademy.com. That's 618-781-8170 or grizzliesbaseballacademy.com. Innovation is growing in the cornfields of America. Over the past 12 years, America's family corn farmers have produced the 12 largest corn crops in history, and they've done it with less fertilizer, fewer chemicals, and less land. Using groundbreaking technology and new management practices to grow food, feed, fuel, and fiber. In other words, America's family corn farmers continue to grow corn better than anyone else and better than ever before. Discover more at cornfarmerscoalition.org. A message from the Illinois Corn Checkoff. GCS Credit Union offers Casasa Cash Back, a free checking account that gives you cash back on all of your debit card purchases, not just on gas or groceries or restaurants. There are no points and no category restrictions, just pure cash back. You also get ATM fee refunds nationwide, and there is no minimum balance required to earn rewards. None of that, you must have $5,000 in the account to qualify business. Qualifications and rules apply. See financial institution for details. Member NCUA insured. You're listening to Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network. 2-1 gateway as we head to the bottom of the seventh inning. The Wild Things got a solo home run at the top half from Hector Roa that has brought them back within one, and they go to their bullpen. Nick Gallagher registered a quality start for Washington. Six innings, two runs both earned on seven hits, six strikeouts, and one walk. He threw 96 pitches, 63 of which were strikes. 
but he is on the hook for the loss, and he's replaced by six foot four, 195 pound right-hander Jesus Balaguer. He is 26 years old from La Habana, Cuba, five and three with a 2.98 run or a 2.38 run average. It's his 35th appearance for the Wild Things, all in relief. 45 and a third innings, 53 Ks, 16 walks, 194 batting average against. His first pitch is a fastball taken down and away for ball one to the Grizzlies righty batting rookie catcher Zach Taylor in the nine spot in the gateway order. He'll be followed by Cotter Owings and Brent Sakurai. Father Gare for the belt brings it home. Taylor swings and smashes one foul. A ground ball down the first base side toward the Grizzlies bullpen where Dakota Smith has begun to warm. Veteran gateway right-hander. 2-1 Grizzlies in the seventh. Nobody on and nobody out. A ball that a strike on Taylor, who is one for two with a double, a run scored. Fly to shallow left his last time. One and one delivery. Zach swings at a fastball and flies it into right. Roa takes a couple of steps in. Now comes in more inert. Still coming, makes the catch. One man out. So here is the top of the Grizzlies order. Connor Owings has hit the ball well his last couple of times to the plate. Connor struck out on three pitches in the first inning. Then had an RBI single in the third that gave the Grizzlies at the time a 1-0 lead. They fly to center his last time on a well-hit ball that took J.R. Davis almost all the way back to the track in dead center field. Back of the left-hand batter's box, upright stance. Balaguer delivers, and Owings takes a strike over the outside. The Grizzlies added a second run in the sixth on a Sean Dunstan Jr. sacrifice fly that scored Dustin Woodcock after his leadoff double. Washington got a run at the top of this setting from Hector Roa on a solo shot. Owings swings, drives one left center field, back goes Davis, still going into the left center field gap, it's over his head, one hops on the track to the fence. Owings round second, he wants his third triple of the year, and he's in safely, sliding with a triple, and the Grizzlies have a man at third, one out of the seventh inning. Connor Owings breaks a tie with Sean Dunstan Jr., his team leading third three-bagger of 2019. Not many triples to be had at this ballpark, but Owings has one to set up potential Grizzlies insurance with one out in the home seventh and Brent Sakurai next to bat. Sack has grounded to short, struck out, and grounded to second. He is 0 for 3. The Wild Things bring their infield in with one out, 2-1 gateway lead in the last of the seventh inning. Paul Aguirre for the belt, brings it home. Sakurai takes, standing away for a ball. Dustin Woodcock is on deck. So the Grizzlies now have eight hits. Five of them have gone for extra bases, four doubles and a triple. A 1-0 pitch. Sack takes, down and away, two balls and no strikes. Third quality start in a row for Nick Gallagher, but he's already on the hook for the Wild Things loss. And on top of that, now the Grizzlies have an opportunity to extend their lead at least back to two. Owings at third, one out, infield in. 2 and 0 pitch. Sack swings and fouls it back. Ball the Gare 
when he was in Cuba, played for the Industriales, the New York Yankees, if you will, the most famous and most successful team in the Cuban League. Two out of one delivery now to Sakurai on the way. Fastball fouled back, two balls and two strikes. He was teammates with Yasmani Tomas, whom the Arizona Diamondbacks gave a, a six-year contract of more than $50 million. A few years back, he debuted with Arizona in 2016, but then had a lot of trouble, and he had been down in the minors for over a year, making almost $10 million a year. Two and two pitch. Sakurai swings and tops and foul left side. Diamondbacks did call Tomas back up earlier this season. Baldinger was almost uh, also Industrialis teammates with Houston first baseman Yuli Gurriel, who's having a fantastic season. Baldinger made 36 Industrialis appearances in 2014-15. Owings at third, one out, 2-1 Grizzlies in the seventh. Another two and two pitch from Baldinger on the way. Sakurai swings and misses at a curve down and outside and strikes out. First one for Balaguer, the seventh for Wild Things pitching, and there are two away. That allows the Washington infield to back up and sets up a pressure-packed plate appearance for the rookie Dustin Woodcock. Balaguer was signed as an international free agent in 2017 by the Astros. Spent time at three levels that year was with Boys Creek, the high A affiliate in 2018, which has since become the Fayetteville Woodpeckers. Before he came to Washington late last year, right-hander against left-hander, the pitch. Woodcock takes a curve inside for a ball. Dustin has struck out, flying to left, doubled and scored. Owings at third, two down. Grizzlies up 2-1 in the home seventh. The pitch. Woodcock swings and misses at a fastball. It's one and one. Andrew Daniel on deck if the inning were to continue. Fayetteville Woodpeckers have some Grizzlies relevance. One at one pitch. Curve taken for a strike on the inside. Woodcock didn't like it. That is now the Class A advanced affiliate of the Astros. They moved from Boyd's Creek, which was a placeholder, to play in Fayetteville after the completion of the stadium that was constructed for the Woodpeckers. And their broadcasts are done by Matt Sabatis, former Grizzlies broadcast assistant in 2016. One and two pitched on the way. Woodcock takes high and outside, two balls and two strikes. Former Grizzlies broadcaster Sam Levitt, who was the lead play-by-play -play man for the end of 2014 and then in 15 and 16, was in the Astros system at AA as the number two broadcaster for Corpus Christi and got a World Series ring last year after the Astros won it all in 2017. Two and two pitch. Woodcock fouls it off, left side out of play. Sam now this year, the inaugural voice of the Amarillo Sot Poodles in the Texas League, the AA affiliate of the San Diego Padres. Owings at third, two outs, 2-1 two gateway in the home seventh. Two balls and two strikes on the powerful left-hand batter, Woodcock. Ruddy Balaguer set to the belt buckle and fires. Woodcock takes a curveball, strike three call. Inside corner, Woodcock didn't like either strike two or strike three. From Mike Weinstein, our plate umpire, 
but it gets Walter Gayer out of the inning after Owings one-out triple. Eighth inning next, 2-1 Gateway on the Grizzlies Media Network. Every time you grab an ice-cold 20-ounce Pepsi, you'll find a Pepsi emoji on the side of the bottle. A little design that expresses something fun and unique. Pepsi has literally hundreds of different ones. So while the Pepsi delivers this, the Pepsi emoji delivers this. open a Pepsi and tell the world how you feel and what you love with Pepsi emojis because every Pepsi emoji says something a little different about you whether you're a big sports fan you're into the arts love summer fun music concerts or just walking your dog Pepsi has you covered with a Pepsi emoji that says it just the right way <laughs> Pepsi emojis say it with Pepsi I'm Meg <laughs> Megan. That's my neighbor on her patio, which is OMG, stop. right next to mine. I want to buy a home, but I want something specific. Quiet plus outdoor space to relax. I'm using the U.S. Bank loan portal for my mortgage because I can check in on the process from anywhere, which makes it that much simpler and more convenient to buy. Your home, your mortgage, your way. Go to usbank.com to learn more. U.S. Bank, the power of possible. Loan approval subject to credit approval and program guidelines. Interest rates and program terms subject to change without notice. Mortgage and deposit products offered by U.S. Bank National Association. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. This is Brent Sakurai, and you're listening to the Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network. Dakota Smith escaped the Grizzlies bullpen. See if you can escape Twisted Key Escape Rooms in Collinsville. For more information, visit twistedkeyescape.com. Seven innings gone from GCS Credit Union Ballpark in Sojay, where the Grizzlies lead Washington 2-1. And the right-hander Smith is into the ball game. Five foot ten, 195 pound, 26-year-old from Leavenworth, Kansas. Former Kansas Jayhawk in his fourth Grizzly season. Deals to Drew Benny, the Wild Things catcher, who takes a fastball down central for a strike. Dakota is one and two with a 3.53 earned run average this year. It's his 45th appearance of the season for the Grizzlies, all in relief. 48 and a third innings. He struck out 50, walked 19. The pitch. Betty takes strike two, fastball up the outside. The league is hitting 251 against Dakota, but has not scored upon him over his last three appearances. And those cover five and a third scoreless innings. In fact, scoreless innings with only uh, four hits, no walks, and six games. Two strike pitch. Betty swings and misses at a slider off the outside and strikes out on three pitches to open Smith's stint of the ballgame. Now the number nine hitter, Brent Marr, coming up. He'll be followed by the leadoff man, Ryan Cox. All Grizzly strikeouts brought to you by Julie, the Illinois one-call system. Safe digging is no accident. Before you dig, call 811 or go to IllinoisOneCall.com. That's Illinois, the number one, call.com. 2-1 Grizzlies, one out, nobody on, eight inning. The pitch to Marr on the way. He takes a slider for a strike. He has walked and struck out the third of three punch outs for Chris Carden. Dakota's strikeout was his first and the fifth for the Grizzlies as a staff this evening. He works out of the stretch, first base out of the rubber, sets above the belt, and throws. Mark takes a fastball strike on the outside. 
Jason Seaver allowed a run on one hit. A Hector Roa leadoff solo home run over his one inning of work in the seventh. Struck out a man without a walk. 17 pitches, 11 strikes. 0-2 to Marr is a slider that bounces, and it's one ball and two strikes. Two-one gateway, one out, and nobody on top of the eight. Smith stretches. That is one and two offering to Marr on the way. Slider punched, foul off the right side, out of play. And Ryan Cox is on deck for the Wild Things. Smith sets, first base out of the rubber. The pitch, fastball, fisted back toward the mound, through Smith's legs, it gets away near second, barehanded by Daniel, his throw to first is offline, and Marr is saved. Owings came off to grab it toward the home plate side of first base and nearly made the catch cleanly. But it just was too far away to get back and slap a tag on Moore. It's going to go as an E1 charge to Dakota Smith. Zach Strecker is up and has begun to throw in the Wild Things bullpen. Foul ground up the left field line. Two ball or uh, two to one. The Grizzlies lead in the eighth. One out, and Mar now at first base after he reached on the error, the first for either team, and it's charged to Smith. Here's the lefty batter, Ryan Cox, leadoff man for the Wild Things. One for three. Smith deals, and Cox swings and fouls it back. We now have a special guest, and since I have uh, been told that you are not too bad at this, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? It's Jen Myers from the Courtney and Company Morning Show on Y98. Thanks for having me. It's so good to have you. So we're going to talk about this. I, I heard that you lost a bet, and we're going to have to discuss this. Yeah. One strike pitch. Cox swings and misses nothing at two. I was told that you lost a bet of some kind. Can you explain the details? We do a birthday bet every month where we have to guess celebrities' birthdays. And the number of years that you're off is the number of points you get. So your cumulative total by the end of the week, whoever has the highest number loses the bet and they made a special bet for me where I had to play take me out to the ball game during the seventh inning stretch on my violin yes. which I have not played since high school see that's the thing they're that's cruel 2-1 gateway more at first one out of the top of the eighth and it's a ball of two strikes on Cox pitch to him as a slider sprayed foul off the left side into the extended netting near the Wild Things bullpen See, I was told that, but then I thought, you know, that did not sound half bad on the violin, and I would think somebody who has not been on the violin since high school would have sounded a lot worse, so I think you did okay, considering <laughs> the bet was designed to embarrass you. That seemed like it went all right, right? Well, thank you. That's good. I think everyone on the morning show is hoping I would be a little bit more embarrassed, and they're looking forward to the video. Cox fouls it back. So am I telling on you by, by saying it wasn't that embarrassing? Are they going to now want to double down and make you do something more embarrassing? No, no. The bet's over. A bet's a bet. And I completed my bet. But you know what they say about paybacks. And I'm in charge of the next bet. Yeah, so I was going to ask then, could you give us some <laughs> uh, kind of background on what the bets have been in the past so we can get a sense of like the generally agreed upon acceptable level of embarrassment as, uh, as payout for one of these bets? Smith well. deals. And Cox swings and misses, strike three. A couple of Ks in the inning, two down, and J.R. Davis will bat. Kevin on the morning show had to dress up in later hosen and sing Dunk-A-Shane, okay. 
like Ferris Bueller's Day Off. That seems way worse. I had to eat a sandwich made by Tim Convy's feet. Okay, also seems worse. That's more disgusting than embarrassing, right? <laughs> really, really gross. Probably more embarrassing for him than for you. Yes. Courtney lost a bet and had to sing karaoke. She had to sing Kelly Clarkson. And let me just say, she does not sing as well as I played violin tonight. Yeah, I really, I did not think it was bad at all. <laughs> Thank you. I, 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 at first I was like, okay, this is interesting. I don't think we've ever had anyone play any kind of instrument for Take Me Out of the Ball Game, let alone a violin, but I, I think it worked okay. Right-hander against right-hander, Smith sets, and the pitch. Davis fists his off, bouncer foul up first. It's 2-1, Grizzlies lead in the eighth. Two outs and more at first base, now they get one, now the count. So what are you thinking then when it's your turn to hand out the, uh, the punishment for the next bet? What do you think you might go with to try to kind of eclipse this level of embarrassment? I haven't thought of anything yet. I've spent most of my energy on anxiety sure. about practicing. So now comes the time where I can brainstorm. One strike delivery is swung out and missed. A high fastball 0-2 on Davis, who is 0-3 so far tonight. So, yeah, how much practice, how much warning did you have about this, and how much practice did you have time to put in before this? I had a lot of warning, but I'm a procrastinator, so sure. I started practicing yesterday. Okay, again, <laughs> if, you, if you put that on the scale of people who haven't picked up a violin since high school and then had... 24 hours to practice. Now, whether you, we can just say you had 24 hours to practice. Whether you had more time before that, nobody yeah, needs to know. Yeah, I might have know. had a, a month or so, but. Nobody needs to know that <laughs> Too late. Smith stretches, two-strike offering. Davis swings and misses at a high fast one strikes out. So if people want to keep track of the bats and hear about the future when, whenever it comes along, where can they find you? Well, we'll talk about it Tuesday morning on the Courtney and Company Morning Show on Y98, and we'll do another birthday bet at the end of September. Well, thanks so much for coming on. Thanks, and congratulations. Sir. Thank you. For, a, I would think, a, a violin rendition of Take Me Out of the Ball Game that at least alleviated a lot of anxiety. It was pretty okay-ish tonight, so. Now you can sleep easier tonight. How about it? Yeah, and thank you to the Grizzlies for uh, being wonderful hosts. This is such a great night. It truly is the greatest night in baseball here at GCS Ballpark. Don't call it that for nothing. We have the bottom of the eighth, 2-1. The Grizzlies lead back after this on the Grizzlies Media Network. GCS Credit Union offers Casasa Cash Back, a free checking account that gives you cash back on all of your debit card purchases, not just on gas or groceries or restaurants. There are no points and no category restrictions, just pure cash back. You also get ATM fee refunds nationwide, and there is no minimum balance required to earn rewards. None of that, you must have $5,000 in the account to qualify business. Qualifications and rules apply. See financial institution for details. Member NCUA insured. The National Baseball Hall of Fame and Museum in Cooperstown is the place where baseball legends live forever. It's where the exciting moments of today stand along the iconic tales of the past. With new exhibits and artifacts telling incredible stories, the Baseball Hall of Fame and Museum is a must-see destination for fans of all ages. Baseball in Cooperstown. Oh, my. Plan your visit today. Check out BaseballHall.org. Innovation is growing in the cornfields of America, and it's making a huge difference in America's balance of trade. One-third of the world's corn exports come from the United States. In fact, America's corn farmers exported $6.4 billion worth of corn last year, one of the few U.S. products with a trade surplus. So when America's family corn farmers bring in their golden crop each year, they're also doing their part to put our nation in the black. Discover more at cornfarmerscoalition.org. A message from the Illinois Corn Checkoff. 
Now back to the ballpark on the Grizzlies Media Network. Gateway two, Washington one as we head to the last of the eighth inning. The Grizzlies have Andrew Daniel, Sean Dunstan Jr., and Wesley Jones. Four, five, and six. Schedule the bat against New Wild Things right hander Zach Strecker. Six foot five, 230 pound Louisville, Kentucky native who will turn 26 years old at the end of this month. Set to the first base out of the rubber and delivers. Pass ball fouled back by Daniel. Nothing at one. Strecker is two and five with a 1.31 earned run average this year. It's his 44th appearance for the Wild Things all in relief. Over 54 and two thirds innings, he has struck out 41, walked 14. League is hitting 231 against him. The pitch. Daniel takes a strike over the outside, 0-2. If Strecker puts up a zero in this frame, he will set a Wild Thing single-season earned run average record. It's 1.4. He's at 1.31 coming in. The pitch, taken low. One ball and two strikes on Daniel, who has doubled twice and singled. He's three for three, looking for only his second four-hit game of the season. Jesus Balaguer tossed a scoreless inning on one hand, a couple of strikeouts and no walks. He threw 17 pitches, a dozen were strikes. Dakota Smith struck out the side around an error in the top of the eighth for the Grizzlies. 2-1 gateway in the home eight. Nobody out and nobody out. Strikers one and two pitch. Daniel takes down and in, two balls and two strikes. Grant Black has begun to throw in the Grizzlies bullpen. As expected, he would get the save chance in the ninth, which would be his 51st appearance of the Grizzlies' 91 games this year. Two and two offering now. Daniel takes outside, and it's full. Three balls and two strikes. Strecker has been a wild thing each of the last three years. Gone to the playoffs each of the last two years. All-star twice. Payoff pitch. Daniel swings and fouls it off. Somehow this year, not a wild, an all-star as a wild thing. In large part because, again, it became twice as difficult to be named a Frontier League all-star because the Frontier League assembled only one all-star team to play the Can-Am League all-stars as opposed to assembling two teams to play themselves. Payoff again. Daniel fouls it off. Right side out of play. So that's a big reason that Jeff Bramblett wasn't an all-star. The bigger one is that Frontier League voters don't know what they're doing, but we can also attribute it to it becoming twice as difficult. Nobody on, nobody out. 2-1 Grizzlies in the bottom of the eighth. Another three and two pitch on the way. Daniel swings and fouls it off. Right side out of play. So Andrew will see a ninth pitch in his plate appearance to open Strecker's bottom of the eighth. Both teams have used three pitchers. Both starters went six. Carden did not allow a run for the Grizzlies. He's in line for his eighth victory of the year. Gallagher allowed two for Washington. He's in line for his fourth loss. Payoff again. Taken for strike three. Fastball over the outside corner. Got Daniel looking. First strikeout for Strecker. One away, but still a very respectable evening for Daniel. Three out of four with a pair of doubles. Here's Sean Dunstan, Jr. One of the things I instituted this year was keeping track of every Grizzlies multi-hit game out of curiosity. Connor Owings has a couple of hits tonight. Brent Sakurai does not have any. Here's the lefty batter, Sean Dunstan, Jr. Strecker throws, and Sean takes outside ball one. So as it stands, Owings and Sakurai would tie 
for the 2019 team lead in multi-hit games. Both of them will end up at 26 unless Sakurai finds two more hits tonight. Dunstan swings and misses at a changeup one and one. So 26 multi-hit games turned out to be the bar. Over 96 total Grizzlies games. So a little more than a quarter. 2-1 gateway, one out, nobody on. Bottom of the eighth inning. One ball and one strike on the lefty batter, Dunstan. Striker delivers. Sean takes a changeup low. Two balls and one strike. He is 0 for 2. Strikeout, pop up, and a sacrifice fly his last time with an RBI. For the moment, he has driven in the run that stands as the game winner with the Grizzlies ahead 2-1 to one in the eighth. Here it comes. He swings and sprays a line drive, slicing foul over the screen on the left side into the concourse. Watch out. Throngs of people at the ballpark tonight. The Grizzlies' first and only announced sellout of 2019, 6,016. The paid crowd at GCS Credit Union Ballpark tonight. Strecker the stretch, the two and two pitch. Dunstan takes a fastball low at its full three balls and two strikes on the second Grizzly in a row to open the home half of the eighth inning. Grant Black is getting ready to throw the ninth for the Grizzlies as mentioned. Grizzlies closer to end last season and start this year, and it looks like he will get the final save opportunity of 2019. Dunstan takes just inside a ball. Mike Weinstein flinched behind the plate. Fastball looked like it painted the inside, and Zach Strecker wanted to know where it missed. But it's a walk to Dunstan, and I would think very shortly he'll be moving from first base. With Wesley Jones now coming to the plate, one out of the eight. Jones in a straightaway stance right side. Dunstan bluffs towards second, and Jones takes a strike. He has grounded to third, walked in single. Dunstan has 36 steals this year, a Grizzly single season record, and it leads the league. One strike pitch is swung on and missed by Jones, a slider around his knees, and it's nothing in two. Dunstan wanted to get to 40 or more steals this year, but the on-base drought he had late July into early August really hurt his chances. Out to a big lead at no balls, two strikes. The pitch, he does not go, and Jones takes a slider low for a ball. For the visiting Wild Things, one run on three hits, no errors, and four men left on base. For the Grizzlies, two runs on eight hits, no errors and seven stranded, with Jones at first base and one out in the home eight. Or I should say Dunstan at first, one out of the home eight, Jones batting. A ball to two strikes on Strecker from the belt. Here he comes. Jones takes a slider just low. Two balls, two strikes to count. Cletus Avery has grabbed a bat and is in the on-deck circle for the Grizzlies. It appears he will hit for Gunnar Buhner in the DH spot, number seven slot of the order. Two balls, two strikes on Jones. Here it comes. Dunstan runs. Jones chops one towards second. Sean moves up to second base safely. Marr scoops a short second half with a charge ankle high and flips to first to retire Jones. So now two away. Dunstan moves up to second, and Cletus Avery has an opportunity to extend the Grizzlies' lead. 
2-1 Grizzlies, two outs in the last of the eight. Sean Dunstan Jr. at second base. Avery had a pinch hit single yesterday with two outs in the bottom of the sixth setting and stole the base. He swings at a fastball and clips it foul back into Drew Benny's mitt behind the plate. No balls and a strike. 253 average for Avery. Four homers, 29 batted in. For the Georgia native out of Presbyterian College in South Carolina. Traded to the Grizzlies from Southern Illinois at the beginning of August. Strikers one strike offering on the way. Cleet swings and misses at a curve below his knees. No balls and two strikes. Buner finishes 0 for 3. Strike out a deep fly out at a pop-up. Greg White is on deck if this inning continues. Two strikes, two outs. Dunson will be moving on any swing from Avery. So anything to the outfield should easily score the fleet-footed center fielder. Strecker deals. Avery takes a breaking ball though. One ball and two strikes. And the Wild Things ERA record for a single season now hangs in the balance. An Avery RBI single would likely score Dunstan. And move Strecker's earned run average back over the 1.4 mark. That is the Wild Things record. It would also extend this 2-1 Grizzlies lead in the eighth inning. 1-2 pitch. Avery takes a fastball just low. Strecker has wanted a couple of close calls he has not gotten from Mike Weinstein in this inning. Two balls and two strikes. Grant Black ready in the gateway pen. Strikers 2-2. Avery takes inside it, nearly hit him. Drifting changeup, and the count is full. Three balls and two strikes. Dunstan at second, two men out. Gateway two, Washington one, last of the eighth. Strecker's payoff on the way. Avery tops it softly foul, third base side. Grant Black looks like he's chopping in the bit for the save chance, but the Grizzlies still might want to give him an extra insurance run. Payoff again. Taken low, breaking ball, walks Avery, ball four. So Strecker has walked two in this inning. And he brings up Greg White with two on and two out. The Grizzlies up 2-1. White has struck out swinging, grounded to short, and bounced out to first. Back of the box, open stance right side. Trying to improve on his 0 for 3 ball game and give himself a last 2019 hit. Taken for a strike on the outside. Good fastball. White wants to exit the season on a high note. This would be the chance to do it. If he extends the inning, Zach Taylor would bat next. Dunstan at second, Jones at first. One strike pinch. Swing at a foul tip. Belt high heater, and it's nothing in two on White. The Wild Things, by the way, will have Hughes, Roa, and Fernandez. They're three, four, and five hitters in the ninth, so Gateway could really use insurance. It was Roa who supplied the only Wild Things run on a seventh inning solo homer. The pitch. Swing. No. Did White hold up? No, he went around. It was a swing, in fact. Joe Harris, our base umpire, rings him up. 
strikeout for Strecker, his second of the inning, and gives Zach Strecker, if this game ends in the ninth, that he does not return. The Wild Thing single season ERA record, just under 1.3. Congratulations, Zach Strecker. The Grizzlies leave two on. We head to the ninth. Grab Black coming on for the save. 2-1 gateway on the Grizzlies Media Network. Budweiser presents an important message about friendship. You and me, we were made for love. A lifetime is not long enough to show you what you mean to me. Ooh, I'll be waiting here for you when you come home. I'll see you later, buddy. Budweiser knows your friends are counting on you. So, we want you to remember to make a plan to make it home every time you go out. Do whatever it takes to get home safely. Call a friend, arrange for a cab, or designate a driver. Because friends are waiting. Hey, I'm sorry. I decided I shouldn't drive home last night. I stayed at Dave's. I'm back. I'm back. Yeah, I'm back. <laughs> this message is brought to you by your friends at Budweiser. Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. Innovation is growing in the cornfields of America. Family corn farmers have planted more than 1.2 million miles of conservation buffer strips to protect the soil, improve water quality in lakes and streams, and create acres and acres of wildlife habitat. So corn farmers aren't planting just corn. They're planting the seeds for future generations to enjoy what Mother Nature has created for all of us. Discover more at cornfarmerscoalition.org. A message from the Illinois Corn Checkoff. This is Jeff Manzo, and you're listening to Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network. Grant Black is into the ball game for the Grizzlies as we head to the top of the ninth in front of a sellout crowd at GCS Credit Union Ballpark in Soge, finishing out the 2019 season with a rubber match against the Washington Wild Things, and the Grizzlies lead 2-1 to one going to the ninth. Black is on for Gateway, 6'5", 225-pound right-hitter, 25 years old from Newport, Arkansas. He is 1-5 in five with a 2.45 earned run average this year, and it's his 51st appearance over the Grizzlies' 96 games. He deals to the lefty batter Shane Hughes, who takes outside a ball. Over 51 in, thir in a third innings, Black has struck out 63 and walked 16. The league is hitting 190 against him. Big brown beard of the tall right-hander sets in the middle of the rubber at his 1-0 pitch. Hughes swings and misses at a belt-high heater. It's 1-1. One one. He'll be followed by Hector Roa and J.J. Fernandez, the 3-4-5 batters in the Wild Things order. Hughes has walked, flied into a double play, and flied out routinely to center. 1-1 one one delivery. Hughes swings and misses at a slider down and in, a ball and two strikes. Black has eight saves this year. He saved seven last season. He was unseated as the Grizzlies' closer this year in late June. Has been admirably replaced eventually by Jeff Bramley. What a two offering. Hughes swings at a slider, rolls it foul, first base side. That was after a brief stretch of Dakota Smith as the Grizzlies' closer, which lasted only a couple of appearances at the end of June. But Black gets an opportunity to finish out his second year with the Grizzlies with a save. He has 85 career appearances, 86 counting tonight, 15 saves, looking for 16. Another 1-2 pitch. 
Hughes swings and grounds one toward first. Owings to an E, takes it cleanly. Johns to first, steps to the bag himself. Three unassisted for the first out in the ninth inning. And it brings up the scary DH in the cleanup spot for the Wild Things, Hector Rolla, who has accounted for the only Wild Things run so far tonight. Roa started his evening with a strikeout and a pop to short, and we were so surprised that he was two out of nine for the series against a team he typically destroys. And he did not have an extra base hit. He had only one RBI. Well, he promptly took Jason Seaver deep over the left field fence to start the visitors half of the seventh inning and get us to this score. The pitch. Roa takes a slider for a strike. Grizzlies two, Wild Things one. One out and nobody on in the top of the ninth inning. Roddy batter Roa, 370 career average against the Grizzlies, more than a home run every other game. Black delivers. Roa swings and misses. A fastball above his belt. It's no balls and two strikes. He drove in six runs in the first two innings on a couple of home runs against the Grizzlies when Washington was last here in early June. He has driven in more than a run per game against Gateway over his three years with the Wild Things. Postseason All-Star in the Frontier League this year. He's behind 0-2. Black fires. Roa swings and just tipped a fastball in and out of Taylor's mitt to stay alive. Black last year faded down the stretch, finished up with a 4.37 earned run average. With a zero in this inning, his ERA this year would end up about two runs lower, barely more than half of last year's mark. Nobody on one out. 2-1 Grizzlies ninth inning. No balls, two strikes on Roa. Black sets above his cap and deal. Roa checks his swing and a slider down and away. Did he offer the appeal down to Joe Harris? He says he did not go. That was awfully close. One ball and two strikes. Roa back in, back of the box, crowds the plate a bit. Weight on his back right foot, slightly bent at the knees. Black's one and two pitch on the way. Roa swings and misses at a fastball, strike three. First strikeout for Black. The eighth for Grizzlies pitching, and Gateway is an out away. All Grizzly strikeouts are brought to you by Julie, the Illinois one-call system. Now J.J. Fernandez. Gateway two, Washington one. Two outs, nobody on top of the ninth inning. The Grizzlies are trying to finish the third straight year with back-to-back -back victories. Fernandez, the switch hitting first baseman, into his straightaway stand to the left side against the tall, bearded right-hander Black. Sets high and deals. Fernandez takes up and away for a ball. He has struck out, walked, and grounded out. One ball, no strikes. Black stretches and pitches. Fernandez swings and misses. A belt-high fastball blew it by him. One ball, one strike to count. Fernandez does have six home runs this season. He represents the potential tying run of the lefty box. One and one delivery. Fastball fouled back. The Grizzlies are a strike away.
Gateway two, Washington one. Sellout crowd of 6,000 plus, stopping and clapping. Two outs, nobody on. One ball and two strikes on Fernandez. Tall right-hander Black stalks the mound. Settles back on the first base out of the rubber. Needs one more to bring the Grizzlies home. One and two pitch. Fernandez swings and misses, and that's a gateway winner. Back-to-back -back Black strikeouts at a 1-2-3 ninth inning. Let the toilet paper fly in Sojay. The Grizzlies finish their third year in a row with back-to-back -back wins. Gateway two, Washington one. Ball game over, season over. The Grizzlies finish with a W. Final totals and more coming up. GCS Credit Union postgame show is next on the Grizzlies Media Network. Consider the cup holder. There's probably one feeling empty next to you right now. No refreshing Pepsi and no hope. Look at it. Really, really look. Are you looking? Just look at it, won't you? All across the country, cup holders just like yours are being abused, deprived of Pepsi, forgotten. Instead of a refreshing Pepsi, some of them are being filled with loose change or crumbled up drive through receipts or is that a what of used chewing gum? <sighs> Clean your car. But what if you could help? Both of you or all of you, there's really no way for me to know how many of you are in your car. I hope there's not 10 of you. That would be really unsafe. Get a Pepsi and refresh a cup holder's life. Our cup holders and our thirsts are counting on it. In fact, I'm having a refreshing Pepsi right now. Ah, that is refreshing. <clears throat> Pepsi, refresh yourself. Refill your cup holder. One small change can do a lot of good. That's why U.S. Bank proudly invests in communities like yours. It's also why we're celebrating good deeds being done nationwide. Because the more good we see, the more we're inspired to do the same thing. So help us spread the goodness. Use the hashtag #CommunityPossible to share a story of one good thing you've done recently. Together, we'll turn one small change from all of us into one big impact in our community. U.S. Bank, the power of possible. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. A Budweiser, a burger, and Thomas Red. When you wake up in a different city every day, there's a comfort in being able to count on something familiar. And for me, that's a Budweiser and a burger. Los Angeles, Chicago, El Paso, big or small, loud or quiet, a Bud and a burger remind me who I am and to keep doing my thing. They take me back home. The best way to get my friends and family over to my house is to tell them that I'm about to grill some burgers and drink some Bud. Nothing fancy, nothing forced, no lights, no noise, no backstage pass required. That's a Budweiser and a burger. Cheers. This Bud's for you. Enjoy responsibly. Budweiser beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. GCS Credit Union offers Casasa Cash Back, a free checking account that gives you cash back on all of your debit card purchases, not just on gas or groceries or restaurants. There are no points and no category restrictions, just pure cash back. You also get ATM fee refunds nationwide, and there is no minimum balance required to earn rewards. None of that, you must have $5,000 in the account to qualify business. Qualifications and rules apply. See financial institution for details. Member NCUA insured. 
You are listening to the Grizzlies Post Game Show on the Gateway Grizzlies Media Network. Back at GCS Credit Union Ballpark in Sojay, where the toilet paper is still flying to celebrate a season-ending Grizzlies 2-1 win over the Washington Wild Things. Gateway has now won back-to-back games to finish three seasons in a row. That's 2017, 2018, and 2019 over Evansville, Southern Illinois, and Washington. The Grizzlies finish 39-57 and 57 on back-to-back wins. They improve on last year's win total and assure that for the first time since 2016, they will not be the 10th Frontier League team out of 10 or in the bottom spot of the Composite League standings. Nate Gatter back with you to wrap it up. The GCS Credit Union postgame show starts now on the Grizzlies Media Network. Get ballpark discounts with the Grizzlies MVP debit card from GCS Credit Union. Awesome deals available on Grizzlies merchandise and tickets. Visit mygcscu.com. That's mygcscu.com for more details. Toilet paper is all over the field along the sides of the ballpark. It is up and over the screen all the way down the third base side behind home plate and up the first base side as well. The Grizzlies players sticking around and having some fun with it after their 2-1 victory over Washington. Let's get to the final totals. First for the visiting Wild Things, one run on three hits, no errors, and four men left on base. For the host Grizzlies, two runs on eight hits, one error, and nine men left stranded. Chris Carden gets the win for the Grizzlies, six scoreless innings. He improves to eight and five to finish out the year. Nick Gallagher took the loss for the Wild Things, and he fell to two and four. Grant Black earned the save for the Grizzlies, his ninth of the season and 16th of his Grizzlies career. In his single-season record-setting 51st appearance of 2019, his 86th appearance as a Grizzly over the last couple of years. The game took two hours and 20 minutes. It was played in front of a sellout crowd of 6,016 at GCS Credit Union Ballpark this evening. Truly is the greatest night in baseball. What a way to finish out a season. And if you weren't with us tonight, well, make plans to be with us the Sunday before Labor Day 2020, which will surely be just as good, if not better, because I tell you what, I think next year, with a core the Grizzlies have put together, they very well could have a playoff contending club in 2020. Time for our Grizzlies Media Network players of the game. On the mound, Chris Carden, six scoreless innings. And offensively, Andrew Daniel, three of four with a couple of doubles. Honorable mention to Connor Owings, who was two out of four with a triple and an RBI single, as well as to the Grizzlies bullpen. In particular, Dakota Smith, a scoreless eighth, and Grant Black, a perfect ninth. Between the two of them, they struck out five, and only one batter reached against them on an error. The Grizzlies win it 2-1 to one in the final game. 96 have been played out of 96 in 2019. It's always amazing how the baseball season goes from all-encompassing to nothing. It is such an everyday, all-day, everyday commitment for the players, for the staff, for the league personnel, and in some ways for the fans. Maybe not an all-day commitment, but it's an everyday commitment for fans. And it goes from just about every day for almost four complete months to absolutely nothing, just like that. Grizzly season is over, and as much as oftentimes the last few weeks, the end of the season does seem enticing, particularly for a team that has struggled record-wise over the last few years that has not been to the playoffs since 2012, there's always a melancholy feeling that settles in after the final out of the final game in any season, no matter the records for the teams in question. And uh, surely even though the Grizzlies will certainly enjoy these next few days without having to come to the ballpark every day. I would give it a week for most of these guys before they start missing coming to this park and start looking forward to May of 2020 when the Grizzlies take the field again. So that's going to do it for us for the 2019 season. 
And I usually take a moment at this time to express something, you know, more personal to you. Because as much as the Grizzlies appreciate your support and the players appreciate your support, nobody appreciates your support, at least in the form of listenership, more than I do. Because I spend my hours every day here talking to you. And if not for you, I would be talking to no one. And nobody likes to talk to no one. So you have prevented me from doing that. And you're the only thing that separates my job description from a person staring at a wall in an insane asylum. At least I have somebody I can claim on the other end of this microphone. And that is you. And without you, I would not be here. And we would not even bother having a Grizzlies broadcast at all. So it is thanks to you that uh, this broadcast subsists. And we so appreciate your support. So do the Grizzlies as an organization. But I wanted to extend that personal note of thanks as well. Hopefully, if you've enjoyed tuning in this year, you're looking forward to next season when I am willing to bet, my personal opinion and nothing more, but I would be willing to bet that the Grizzlies will have one of their best seasons in recent memory and uh, perhaps be playoff bound for the first time since 2012. One more time, the final totals for the visiting Wild Things. One run, three hits, no errors, four left. For the Grizzlies, two runs, eight hits, one error, nine left. Carden the win, he's eight and five. Gallagher the loss, he's two and four. Black the save is ninth. Two hours, 20 minutes, the official time of game, 6,016. 6016, the paid crowd in Sojay. Thank you so much for tuning in season long. There's really no other way to say it. It's been said so many times, and uh, you know that I'm going to say thank you, and I'm going to say thank you so much, and I'm going to say we could never thank you enough, but all of those things are true and as sincere as I can possibly express them. So for all of us with the Grizzlies, General Manager Steve Gomrick, my broadcast partner Danny Fry, I'm Nate Gatter saying so long from GCS Credit Union Ballpark in Sojay for a final time in 2019. Hope you've enjoyed tonight's broadcast and all season long, half as much as I and we have enjoyed bringing it to you. Can't wait to talk to you again in May of 2020 and hope you'll be tuning in to support the Grizzlies next season. This has been a presentation number 96 of 96 of Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network. Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network is brought to you by Budweiser, GCS Credit Union, U.S. Bank, and Pepsi. You can catch any of the highlights from this game on gatewaygrizzlies.com, plus exclusive video content throughout the season. Thanks for listening to Gateway Grizzlies Baseball.